Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Therefore Hosts. As always, Therefore Hosts. I'm Sabrina. You can find me at Voidcat Gaming on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. And I'm Michael. You can find me actually primarily at Four Hosts uh, on Twitter, F O U R Hosts. Hey, everyone. This is Jonathan. You can find me at Just Average J pretty much everywhere on the internet. Hi, I'm Keith Justice. You can find me at Keith Hayward on Twitter or Keith Justice on the Twitches. Um, so last week we talked about the motion picture, kind of. So we were like, oh, why not talk about Wrath of Khan this week? Mm-hmm. And as uh, I'm sure your you listeners will recall, I'm the big TOS person here, and uh, our gentlemen are primarily uh, next gen in mm-hmm. preference. Mm-hmm. Um, and DS9, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But um, <laughs> I had the opportunity, so I was like, well, since we're going to be doing Wrath of Khan anyway, I require that you watch Space Seed. Uh, was it the first time for all of you? Yes, I- it was. No. I have to. Bl- I want to say no, but I'll say this is the first time I like. I really actually remember it. Like I think I saw it because it was kind of like required watching for all fans. But I don't remember watching mm-hmm. it. So yes, yeah, so I'll just pretend this is my first time. And kind of how I felt about motion picture. I'm just like I've seen this before, but I keep erasing it for my brain. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, I, I've I've seen it before, and me and uh, my kiddo have been doing a for oh, a while. Right. We were doing like a. He kind of jumps around from original series to. Enterprise, and then like he's he flip flops, but uh, we've watched this. Cool, nice. So, <laughs> Michael, what did you think? Uh, well, like I said, did I, it like change your perspective on Wrath of Khan at all? Or? No, but it gave me like a greater appreciation for TOS. Um, mm-hmm. I do need to start watching. I've seen like a handful of episodes. I'm afraid to admit, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, especially with the in, uh, enhanced special effects, which look amazing. Um, I think I could it's certainly better than they did in 66. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I could give it a try, even though even space seed, um, it's, it was a good episode, but it was so hokey in times, which I, that's just TOS, <laughs> I guess. Um, but it was cool yeah. to see like a little backstory of Khan. Um, I actually want to know more about him, um, after seeing that and the movie, but, uh, but no, I enjoyed it. Yeah. You want to know more about the, uh, space flight that we had in 1996? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's books out there. <laughs> All right. Oh, the, the, the USS, wait, what was it? The SS, SS Button, Button Bay. Bay. Yeah. yeah. What naming? I mean, my goodness. Yeah. Um, you know, Space Seed actually has one of my favorite uh, McCoy's a badass scenes. Mm-hmm. Oh, with the, oh, knife, yeah. the, knife, the knife scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. What did you yeah. think about that? <laughs> Where Khan's asleep and he holds a knife to his throat and he's like strangling him. He's like, well, which one is it? Are you going to strangle me or are you going to stab me? Yeah. <laughs> He's, I was like, dude, so, you're a badass. Dude, he's so... Yeah, he, is he there? He just doesn't give a you-know-what. I love it. Like, yeah. McCoy has it's faced like, death so many times. He's like, you know what? Yeah. I, I'm not that scared this time. It's like every time <laughs> he gets on that damn him. transporter, he's facing death. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, but there's also that influence of, like, the... the You know, because Star Trek was the... Especially TOS was the Western in mm-hmm. space. Yeah. Um, long before Firefly. <laughs> and um, it's kind of like that Western doctor doesn't give a shit because people are always, like, holding him ransom or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. feeling. Yeah. It's just like, because, you know, DeForest Kelly was in a bunch of Westerns before he did uh, Star Trek. Yeah. And it's just, like, a very strong influence of that, like, listen, I'm a doctor in the middle of nowhere. What are you going to do to me? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm your yeah. only lifeline to life, so are you really going <laughs> to knock me out? Is this going to happen? I don't right. think so. <laughs> uh, too funny. But no, that, that that is a great scene. Anything a, anything that really surprised you guys about Space Seed? Um, let's see. 
the the sixties style was is is a is a tough one to tough to tough one to chew on for me. Um, <laughs> the, the clothes, you mean? Or? Yeah, the clothes, the music, the lighting, the like the soft like <laughs> soap opera lighting the, that like, happens. Super often. weird outfit he's wearing when they wake him up, like. <laughs> yeah, like he's such a badass, he can wear it wherever he wants. Um, Hell yeah! <laughs> the the short skirts, holy shit! Um, I, oh yeah, every, they were so short you had to wear shorts underneath. Yeah, every time I see, I'm just like, everyone was okay with this. Like Uhura, like every time you move, I could see the entire way up your leg. This is <laughs> awesome for me. I love it. <laughs> it even like I felt like I, I come from a world where you know. Hey, you shouldn't objectify that much, especially when we're right. in space on a spaceship mm-hmm. and we're military. But mm-hmm. like they're they're ready for parties and stuff. So I was just like, damn. Yeah, a brief history lesson: the miniskirt came out around that time, um, and um, they thought that it would be empowering to put women in the miniskirts because you know until then they had been all like in really oh. dour kind of outfits. Mm-hmm. So at the time, it was actually considered empowering. Cool. Yeah, they, they, everybody seems to be enjoying it. So thumbs up. It's just like for me, it's, it's so shocking. As as shocking as when I saw it in uh, TNG, like it, it, it pop up every so often. And I'm like, what the hell happened there? Like the, the first time I noticed it was like yeah. that one guy uh, who's wearing it. He's wearing the, the red one. He, the scant. Yep. Yeah, he like, just he walks up in the screen. I'm like, why are you in a short dress? He's gone. Wait, what it's was com- that? It's comfortable, Keith. Okay, I've heard that it's comfortable. Well, it is comfortable. Um, I. <laughs> Speaking as a person who lives in a hot place, dresses are nice because you only have to put one one item on, and it doesn't like super overheat. It's great. Um, a, a person uh, who has uh, in, recently, in the last few years, experienced a kilt. God bless them. That they are mm. very. Those are crazy comfortable. So yeah. yeah. See. But yeah, um, that, the the <laughs> costumes are are, are tough. Um, yeah, and there's certainly something to be said about the uh, social change between the 60s when they were like, yes, miniskirts are empowering, and the 80s when they were like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to put men and the women in the same outfits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I guess for spa- like space science fiction, it makes more sense. So yeah, that, it, the, the, the costumes are are jarring to watch, but yeah, it comes from like yeah, a different mindset back then yeah. of like, what fashion was. Um, let's see. Khan's sub Dom, Dom scene uh, made me uh, squirm <laughs> in my seat. Yeah, that was yeah. weird. The, the, the sub- one where he's like pulling pulling her hair down. Yeah. Oh no, no, he's kind of telling her, "Leave her stay," or yeah. "Now tell oh, me yeah. you want me to stay." And just ask like, to like, stay. Uh, now you have to uh, ask. Okay, I, I guess this is pretty consensual between, between both of them, but it's just like, uh, just watching it play, I was kind of like, ugh, I hate him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that that scene does also make me uncomfortable. But that's what it's supposed to do. That's mm-hmm. what he was, you know. I <laughs> yeah, mean, definitely. And, and she's into that. I mean, like, yeah. that's that's her whole thing. She's like, I'm into strong men. Well, tell me what to do. And he's like, Okay, I'll tell you what to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was all in, and they're they're both they're both vibing. But like, yeah, yeah watching it is just yeah. It was, in the, yeah, the background, yeah. Bones is like, I told you what to do. You never listened to me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do it right, Bones. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're all vibing in boats in the background, like, "Hey, come I on, can, I'm hot." <laughs> I can do that. That's <laughs> Let me get my disco outfit. I'll be right back. I'll show you something. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but it, I mean, it's it's a it's a great. I mean, it's really kind of amazing that they took that and made a movie out of it. And then, you know, yeah. that actor is just obviously phenomenal. And yeah, you know, it's yeah, yeah, it's uh, I, I it's probably one of my favorite. TOS episodes, honestly. 
Mm-hmm. It just it's, it's it's. I mean, it's a good one. Yeah, and it's, it's it's well done. You know what? It doesn't drive me crazy. I shouldn't say that, but what's crazy about watching the original series and even the movie um, is it, <laughs> movies have become a lot faster. Yeah. So when you're watching yeah, these, I'm just, part of me is just like, "That's so slow." But then, yes. but then I have to take a step back and go, "Wait a minute!" Like that's how it was back then, and mm-hmm. that this is entertainment. Like it, it still gets yeah. where it's going. It's just not as fast and boom, bam. You know, like like we have. We I don't know what it is, but Hollywood is very like, you know, every thirty seconds or every minute yeah. something mm-hmm. something's yep. got to hit, you know. And back then it was just like these pan shots of the Enterprise and these, you know, f- space shots of the Enterprise oh, yeah. with SS Botany Bay in tow, and and you know it takes thirty seconds for for just the ship, you know. So for thirty yeah. seconds you're just sitting there, but then at the time that was that was amazing. So it's just funny how how far we've come as far as you know, like um, entertainment and movies and just mm-hmm. the, the pace of them, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, last night, we watched uh, The Maltese Falcon. It mm. was my first time seeing it. You know, I was like, oh, okay, it's a classic. You know, I probably should have seen it by now. Yeah. Uh, whatever. So we watched The Maltese Falcon and good Lord, like things happen very slowly. <laughs> the end, we were like, wait, was that really a resolve? Like, yeah. it was just like, okay, so, yep, let me put it all together. You're the person who did the murder and now you're being taken away. Ha ha, I figured out everything. Mm-hmm. Also, like, probably the character I've liked, um, what the fuck? How did I forget his name? Uh, <laughs> Khan? Is it Khan? <laughs> no, I'm not talking about okay. that movie. Maltese I'm talking Falcon. about Maltese Falcon still. I haven't okay. seen it, so no spoilers. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> probably the character I've liked Humphrey Bogart in the least. No, okay. Just like a smarmy jerk. <laughs> mm-hmm. I... Uh, anyway, yep, we were definitely surprised by like how not the same pace is today that movie was yeah yeah but but i mean that being said though the it still gets to where it's going and when you're watching space seed you know that final scene where uh where kirk wins you know it's it, it's rewarding you know what i mean like it for for you taking a step back and realizing what they had to deal with back then and, and what the technology they had and just everything you you kind of have an appreciation of like okay they got there and it's it's yeah. it was rewarding you know yeah I'm glad you find that so. Yeah. What were you going to say, Keith? Um, first, I was going to say uh, Maltese Falcon. Someone forced me to watch it, and <laughs> I remember loving the experience because I was like, oh, wow, they could make movies back then. And, <laughs> yeah. oh, so that's why people think he's cool. Because I, I, I did feel he was cool as hell in that mm-hmm. movie. Um, but going back out to Star Trek, um, I love that the I love the action of that uh, episode is talking. Uh, that dinner they had was fantastic because, yeah. oh, like, yeah. I saw them playing like tactics on each other, and then yeah. you get to see like uh, Khan himself. He's like, "Nope, nope, I can hit you, you future men. I can. I'm more than a match for you when it comes to talking, at least." Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. he's like, "I see what you're doing there." And like, yeah, like the the cuts and like the exchanges of looks was that was a lot yeah. of fun watching like yeah. uh, future men who are you know smarter because of their time versus uh, inherently smart man who. <laughs> Has like you know genetic uh, edges over them. It was yeah, they, they, wow. the way it was written was really well done. So yeah, that was absolutely, fun to absolutely. And I mean Shatner and, and Leonard Nimoy, they they just play off each other so well. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's amazing. I get I got to see that thing you're talking about where uh, 
Spock is kind of smirky. Yes, but yeah. Spock and, and, and uh, Bones are always going at it. Yeah. Like, I laughed out loud at that moment where like they're, they're starting to start up again, and Kirk stands and up. Kirk's and Kirk's like, goes, all right, all right, it, all right, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> We've done this before. Come on. We got, we got work to do. <laughs> see, see, we, see what I mean? Keep players. <laughs> they're fun. They're, they're, they're just, like, fun snapping too. at each other. Kirk's like, all right, all right, all right. Back to your stations. <laughs> Hold on. Dude. We're at, we're at work right now. Um, oh, yeah, that's right, because he's like, yes, the scientists. McCoy's like, mm, yes, uh, not humans, these scientists. You might know, know their type, the ones who are obsessed with logic. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, dude. No, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Um, I also like that uh, I love uh, in Star Trek where you, if you fight someone from Starfleet, they have the science of martial arts on their side that usually mm-hmm. overpowers like stronger opponents. Mm-hmm. And you got to see that actually play out in the uh, one-on-one fight between Khan and, and Kirk, where he's using more tactics, leverage, and uh, fancier moves versus Khan, who can just like steamroll through like strength. So I yep. actually like that fight. That how it played off, played out. Oh, yeah. good. Well, Keith, hmm. we don't have to do it right now, but I do want to get your uh, your take on the uh, fight in uh, Rathcon. The space fight. Um, you mean the the space uh, spaceship Duke out? Yeah, mm-hmm. Ugh, one of the greatest. Uh, still <laughs> to this day, Great. like um, uh, do we we're gonna just should we jump to, to Wrath of Khan talking, or do we want to finish up any talk on the episode? I think we can swap back and forth. Yeah, cool. It's usually um, what we do. It's how we roll. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or uh, I don't think did we get to hear your general feelings, Sinket, about or uh, Sabrina about uh, this episode about Spacey. I yeah. mean, um, I guess not, but <laughs> we didn't really get everybody's opinions anyway. I just kind of jumped in today. Mm-hmm. Um, Spacey is one of my favorites. Uh, I quite like uh, as you brought up that rather than having just a physical fight, they also have that battle of wits at the dinner. Like they're clearly trying to outweigh each other, uh, get us. Uh, an above hand on each other in like a political um, fashion rather than like a, a purely militaristic one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I quite like looking at Space Seed as compared to Wrath of Khan because Khan comes back and he's like, oh, this is all your fault, Kirk. But like, <laughs> is it really? Is it though? Yep. I'll say that they kind of. Um, I, I did a little history on this and Gene Roddenberry was furious about Wrath of Khan. Um, do you guys know about the history on that? No. Oh, no, I don't actually. So, uh, the motion picture was a shit show behind the scenes, apparently. Mm-hmm. Like, every day they get new scripts from, like, these two guys, Gene Roddenberry and this other guy. And the other guy, he, he's more, uh, experienced doing movies. And, like, then the person, Michael Eisner, above them was like, Gene Roddenberry, you're writing a TV show right there. We need a movie like this guy. But, like, Gene Roddenberry, this is my thing! So, throughout the entire production, like, you saw Gene Roddenberry just keep on trying to interfere, and he did, and budgets were blown out, and people had a horrible time, and that's why Spock didn't want to come back ever, ever again. Mm. Um, then, like, he had a meeting with the director of this one, and the guy says, what if I threw in a death scene? And Spock's like, okay. Hey, that's <laughs> funny. That's how they got Han Solo to do that one movie, too. <laughs> what? Yep, she dies? Then, like, no, I'm just kidding. Picard. <laughs> Picard's like, can I die, too? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Like actors, you guys seem to really love that more than anything else ever. Here, here's the scene. thing: you made a movie like 30 years ago, and it's one of the only movies people will talk to you about mm-hmm. when you were like 20. 
made the movie when you were 20 and nobody will talk to you about anything else. Just, like, fucking kill off that character. I don't want to deal with it anymore. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um, kind of like uh, artists being like, I'm tired of you guys making me play this song for my first album. Like, I've changed musically since then. <laughs> As a kid, um, I, I used to, like, write a lot. And um, I put my heart into stuff and, and like, things I liked more because like, it was personal. It was for me. And then, like, I remember this is this one story I can't remember. Uh, that I wrote, and like I feel like I didn't try as hard. I was doing a whole bunch of things that I didn't normally do, and then like all these people just were praising it, and they're like, "Oh my no. god, I think this is your!" I ripped that thing up. No. <laughs> I was like, when "No, you're not even proud of that." Everybody's obsessed with. You're like, "Why?" Yep. So I I, I ripped it up. I destroyed it because <laughs> I was like, "No, fuck this. I'm not gonna be known for this thing I didn't even try on." So well, there you go. Now you understand. It was I called Wrath of Khan, and it. <laughs> Wow. Um, but yeah, uh, Rathacon was such a joy for Midler and Nimoy to come back to. Uh, they, cause, uh, so they didn't want to go through the horror stories before of the last movie. So they totally benched Gene Roddenberry. They're like, here, look, why don't you be the executive executive producer? We'll give you an <laughs> office and everything. And they're like, the executive like, to the, the executive producer. Yeah. They, they gave him what appears to be a, a higher up job to give him, get him away from the set. Mm. And smart. Yeah. So that made it so they're working with people who are just more kind, having more fun and doing weird things that Dean Rodemary didn't want them to do, such as making Starfleet a little too militaristic. Which, I, oh. I love when people argue that uh, Starfleet isn't the military of the Federation. I'm like, well, just because they're peacekeeping are peacekeepers rather than like actively like war push does not mean they're not the military it just yeah. means that that's the military we're used to seeing mm-hmm. yeah they got into an argument where he was like look you, you you have navy terms you have torpedoes you have everything that goes into a military what are you talking about and the thing that gene robbery hated the most was you're gonna kill spock no i, I refuse <laughs> so sorry i'll go up i won't take up too much with history but it was a fun story oh. where why the fuck uh, not? <laughs> uh, the reason why, so uh, the movie's being made, Spock's cool to death, everybody's all in with it. So then Gene Ryberry starts leaking that they're going to kill Spock, and that oh. causes like a writing campaign. <gasps> Damn. Gene. Yeah, and, and like that's why you have the, the Koparashi Maru was created in the first place, where um, to trick fans, they're saying they put the death. Oh. So like originally the death was supposed to be in the first half of the movie and then Kirk's going to deal with the rest of the movie but they're like wait fuck it like let's do this fake out death so that when people see it they think it's fake and then we get them back into the movie and then we kill them at the end that's smart I love that Kirk was talking to McCoy during that scene at the beginning the Kobayashi Maru and McCoy is like how how did I do and he goes I'm not a drama critic (laughs) (laughs) meta commentary (laughs) Uh, that was fun. That's fun. Yeah, Gene's interesting. Like, yes, thank you, Gene, for creating Star Trek, but also in many ways, like, places where you're just like, Gene, Gene, get out. Gene, stop it. <laughs> yep. Gene, like the thing with the Ferengi. You've heard about the thing with the Ferengi, right? I don't think I have. Okay, well, Gene Roddenberry, uh, evidently when they were coming up with the, they were working on the Ferengi, he was very specific about, like, what their genitalia looked like <laughs> and what kind of sex they had. Thanks, and, Gene. Thanks. And people were like, Gene, 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 Gene. This is a children. This is a family show. We can't show that sort of thing. <laughs> He's drawing Chill penises, out. vaginas. Guys, wait. Hear Dude, me out. It's just like sex obsessed. 
Gene. <laughs> God bless <laughs> old man Gene. Crazy <laughs> man. Well, yeah, I think science fiction uh, or, or good creative stuff needs that crazy person yeah. to uh, yeah. give it a genuine heart. Well, I'm well glad... we're crazy people. So yes, we are. Solved. I'm glad they benched him because it's made it made one of my favorite. Well, actually, my favorite Star Trek movie of all time. So, yep, that all the things. Is your favorite of all time. Yep. Nice. nice. Yeah. Why is it yeah. your favorite? There you go. Because uh, it's the best of the Star Trek movie. No, um, <laughs> it's it just is. <laughs> yeah, because it is Keith. No, I mean just I mean the everything from the music to Ricardo Montalban's Montalban's acting. Um, uh, I, I mean I love the new uniforms. Um, it's just. It's I get goosebumps when I when I watch it even today. So it's just it's an amazing movie. I think yeah. the original name of the movie was Undiscovered Country. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, really? the original name was Undiscovered Country, and Khan was supposed to rise up and gather all the young people of the galaxy to turn on Sp- uh, Kirk. Interesting. And that was the original. Hmm. I'll say that Spacey gave me a, a different um, perspective on Khan, where I'll say. Um, if I'd been an old school fan and, and came to it like, you know, originally and I was still me, I'd be a little mad that they ruined Khan. I love the idea of like, he's strong, he's smart, he's aggressive and given a planet and like, you know, let me like maybe three, 500 years in the future. What does that planet become? What was that culture like? Mm-hmm. That would have been amazing. But instead, we <laughs> no, bring him back as a, instead they, a bad guy to kill off. They blew up a, another planet and then that planet turned into hell and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. The planet we happened to put you on is now destroyed. Whoops. Whoops. Our bad. <laughs> yeah. I still have a hard time picturing what happened. Like why a planet like exploded? The, <laughs> a, like whether, was it a planet or a star? No, a planet. So he planet, said yeah. it was a, what was it? South, City, South, Alpha. City Alpha 6 and City Alpha 5. And basically, mm. City Alpha... I forget, I forget, I get them mixed up, I apologize. But basically, they were on... So, Khan, was on, Khan and his crew were on City Alpha, let's say, 5, right? Mm-hmm. And City okay. Alpha... I mean, I don't know if that's the right one, but they're on City Alpha 5. It's habitable. It's fine. It's, it's fine. And then um, City You're Alpha correct, 6 yeah. explodes, right? Which then mm-hmm. changes the orbit of SETI Alpha Five, which they're on, oh, and and okay. it becomes less less inhabitable. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Gotcha. So it knocks it out of the Goldilocks. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. There you go. But that's the thing is is well, why would a planet explode? Uh, hello, <laughs> Death Star. Yeah. You know, yeah, I know. But it's like, what caused? Like, there's so much I want to know. Like, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was another star. I'm like, really? Really? Is that it? And you, and like, because a star exploded in another solar system, you can't tell which planet is which in this solar system. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a little confusing. Yeah. Here's what I think. What I find confusing. So, city of a five six whatever, which whenever it was, becomes uninhabitable. Mm-hmm. His entire crew dies. How does he get off the planet? Well, that's no, that's oh, uh, well, he took over Chekhov and the captain, and then they all beamed up to the um, yeah, Reliant. Yeah, he did, but how did he get there? He had Chekhov call back to his ship and say, "Beam us up." No, that, because he was under control. Kirk dropped him off on City Alpha Five, mm-hmm. and then and when Six exploded, it made Five uninhabitable. So they they were still on Five. Yeah, yeah. they're still on the same yeah. planet. Yeah, that they're Correct. dropped off on. Right, but I mean, they weren't given anything to. 
So how did they? How did no, they no, 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 no. I want to get the. I want to understand yeah, the question now because yeah. Kirk yeah. drops them off on that one planet. Mm-hmm. Do you okay. feel like they jump to another planet? Well, no, just on that planet. He gets. They get dropped off with no tech because they don't want them to escape again. Mm-hmm. Then how did he escape? Um, Chekhov rolled up and gave them a ship to get escape on. Mm-hmm. But why? <laughs> That's okay. Um, because okay. so no 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 it's uh, so uh, Chekhov rolls up with the Reliant. They go down to the planet. Uh, he gets con- something put in him to control yep. mm-hmm. what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Then he right, says, but- "Call back up to the ship and beam us all up." Mm-hmm. But how did Khan get Chekhov to come to that planet in the first place? That's oh, like, why did you oh, beam down oh, in the first place, Chekhov? Were, That's what I'm saying. They were looking for a planet that didn't have any life for the Genesis project. Yeah, and there was the yeah. there was one. Yeah, and then there was like yeah. one sensor reading that was a little off, mm-hmm. and Chekhov's like, "Wait a minute, there might be people on this planet. We can't. We Maybe can't. Something Genesis we can transplant. Them. Yeah." And their, you know, their data, the beta database on uh, Starfleet ship is totally dog shit, apparently, because yeah. they can't remember what solar system they did what in. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, right. So, like, <laughs> I, I know Chekhov wasn't on the ship yet um, when Kirk ran into uh, Khan, because it's season one and Chekhov shows up season three. Mm-hmm. So, I know he's still at the Academy when it happened, so it makes sense that, like, he wouldn't know about it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly what you said. You would think there'd be a record of it. Like, Kirk, yeah. did you not write down that this happened? <laughs> like a warning sign. Yeah. Hey, here's, <laughs> don't I, come They back. didn't write it down. <laughs> are there no, like, yeah, are there no, uh, like, records? Um, one thing. There definitely are, because every episode starts with him doing a captain's log. I know. Well, so <laughs> That's just his personal diary. It doesn't get published or anything. <laughs> <laughs> here's something funny to think about. When... Chekhov shows up. Khan says, I never forget a face. Chekhov. Yep. So he Made knew who up. Chekhov was, even though Chekhov wasn't in the first season. Yeah, that's Isn't definitely that kind of weird? a mistake. Yeah. I, they, I, that totally flew past. I, I, I'm aware of this because of a video that I watched, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah, as as like a just a casual, I'm like, la, 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 la. He's on the Enterprise. That makes sense. La, 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 la. Wait a minute. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, this movie notice. was made 15 years after the episode came yeah. out. I, 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 I'm sure not that many people noticed until they were like, wait, hold on. <laughs> Unless they were like us, who were like, wait, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> hey, hey, hmm, hmm. Hey, that hmm. doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's, a, that's a mistake, but it's fine. There, there's plenty of, like, little issues with that throughout yeah. Star Trek, because of, like, all sorts of reasons. Like, in TOS, there's a bunch of different times when people were wearing the wrong color uniform because they were, you know, extras or one-day people, and they were like, listen, we only have a set amount of uniform, we'll give you the one you fit in. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, the rank's wrong, whatever. And then there was that one with the Starbucks cup. Oh, wait a minute. one <laughs> <laughs> with the Starbucks cup. Hold on! Or <laughs> then there was, you know, a Next Generation where... They didn't have the costumes that they thought they were going to wear in time, so they're like, fuck, grab DS9 costumes, even if they don't fit you, Jordy, I'm sorry. <laughs> that happened. Or I like that story that um, uh, Diana tells, Diana, um, uh, Marina tells, uh, about like, hey, what happened to that one outfit? Well, it was dry clean only, and uh, it was like one of our spandex stretchy ones, right? It was dry clean only, and uh, one of the interns Ooh. tossed it in the washing machine to wash it instead of <laughs> it dry cleaning it, and it fell apart, uh. and that's why you never see it again. Aw, I love that one. If it was the purple one. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was. Damn, I love that one. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> Once they put her in uniform, the, the writing for, for Troy improves, so. Let's see. I don't know why that. Like, 
Man, the writing but, for Troy in season one is just mad. Mm-hmm. So I do feel once again, one last time, lost opportunity of like what kind of grand story you could tell about what civilization Khan could have created. That would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Kubimashi Maru. Oh, oh, I was thinking that um, when the, the the four of us played uh, Bridge Captain, it mm-hmm. dawned group. upon me that we were playing the Kobayashi Maru. Right? That was a lot of fun. <laughs> Nice. That was fun. You know, one thing that it just, it's every time I watch that movie, it just, the hatred. And, and Ricardo Montalban is amazing. He's just yeah. pure rage and hate toward Kirk. And it's, it's, yeah. it's amazing because it, you just, you know, no, no, I'm going to hurt him. You know, like I'm going to get yeah. the last laugh. I'm going to get him, you know, and his crew's like, dude, wait, like we've won. What are you talking? We have a yeah. Genesis device. We're good. And he's well, like, no, I still have to ruin his life some more. No, no, I must hurt Kirk. I mean, it's from hell's power. I stab at thee. Damn you! And, and, and I, yeah, huh. and I love all the like uh, the quotes and stuff that he has. And he's oh, like, yeah. so he's so um, eloquent, and even in his last breath, da 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 da. You know, like he um, <laughs> he's just so dramatic. And I love it. <laughs> I love he spits yeah. his last spath. Shut up, and, Keith. Uh, <laughs> okay, so for, for 40, 40 years now or so, I thought that the, his last line was, um, uh, and I spit my last speth at you, <laughs> which I thought speth was like Shakespearean as fuck, uh, uh, the word spit. But it's, he, he spits his last breath at Kirk. <laughs> but my headcanon will always be he spits his last speth. Excellent. It's amazing. Whoa. Amazing. Eat that on a t-shirt. Like, Use a smart word for spit, man. This guy is just crazy. This guy's awesome. dope as hell. Yes. Mm-hmm. Although he scared the shit out of me, um, because um, I kn- for me he will always be the Fantasy Island guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I I was raised on that show. That was D-plane, like D-plane. I watched every episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's the 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 height of. The most kind person in the world, where he might even be God himself, <laughs> um, and that was like you know back in my Christian days. And then like even even he even went head to head with Satan himself in the show. I'm like, whoa, jeez, I need to watch this. <laughs> yeah, that was a scary episode. But then like yeah, all of a sudden here he's beefed out and dripping because with like he he yeah before since he's like you know since I seen him as God before he was just. Just an amazing, imposing figure on the screen. So yeah. it was weird seeing him as a bad guy. He's but he the, does the, so well. Yeah, he, he's yeah. like the best bad guy for Kirk. It's so good. He yeah, was. that obsession with revenge is very strange, but um, Space Seed shows him as being like so emotional and just like, mm-hmm. ah, yes, I want to do this thing and I want to do this thing. And then like, I, it doesn't necessarily feel out of character, yeah. but just like a little... Yeah, went a little insane there, dude. <laughs> Got a little, little carried away with that. A like, little carried away. He well, did spend 15 as, years on the planet. Yeah. As an actor, he probably loved it because he got to go crazy. Oh my god, I would love to <laughs> Right? Villains are so fun. Right? And that's his real chest. That was not a prosthetic. Yeah. No shit. I, I really? don't know where, where he got, got that, that beefcake beef. body from, but he hides it well underneath the suit that he's wearing in Fantasy Island. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I was I for the longest time I thought it had to be fake, but nope, dude, he's hmm. he's cut. I'm afraid that's often the case with actors. They're, they're, just, they're cut, cut under their clothes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, um, thing I noticed uh, is that 
this movie is a bit of a reboot of the movie franchise mm-hmm. where they acknowledge Jack and nothing of the previous movie and change uniforms and everybody on set was just giddy and happy for that because <laughs> yeah. they didn't like that movie. Yeah. Just pretend the motion picture never happened. <laughs> yep. They were oh, they're literally not happy about, hey, I, I can see my junk through this tight costume. <laughs> they're like, ah, don't worry about it. You're in the future. It's, it'll be fine. Future junk. And, yep. Yep. Yeah. Future junk. <laughs> it's all good. Um, you know one thing, just to, to throw out before I forget. Um, mm. I love Spock when he's like, he thinks two-dimensionally, Captain Oh, and, then, and then, like, bro. the light goes off, and you're like, ooh, and he's like, drop us 10,000, you know, uh, kilometers or whatever. And then he comes yeah. up behind him. Like, that scene just, I get chills because I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, that, yeah I cheer when that happens. <laughs> but yeah, that's my favorite moments because, like, it's, and my friends had to explain to me uh, what that meant. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> Yeah, checkmate. Yeah. He thinks in two dimensions, and Kirk is almost laughs like, "Ah, ha, ha. Yeah. noob." <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you get, what space battle get is. Pwned, seafaring noob. man. Get pwned, noob. Okay. <laughs> uh, GG. GGs. <laughs> I mean, listen, Spock God. and Kirk, Spock and Spock and Kirk are good at thinking in three D because they play three D chess all That's the time. Right. It's what, what? not. Yeah, it's exactly. not Khan's mm-hmm. fault. Clearly, 3D chess was just invented after he was frozen. Yeah. <laughs> Except, time. like, they already had the technology to send people to space, so you'd think he would realize it was in 3D. But yeah. it's fine. Well, and so what's hilarious to me is how he read all the technical manuals, like, in a day on the Enterprise, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, knew uh, how to oh, take yeah, over right? the ship. Oh, yeah, right? just burns through them. But doesn't understand that space is th- in three dimensions. <laughs> yeah, right, right, Damn right. Damn it, Jake, quit ruining it. <laughs> all right, fair <laughs> enough. Um, no, I'm what, what, what bothered me was his line about, I will chase Kirk around the something nebula and through the something or other and this and that, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? wait, you don't know what those are. You don't, you're not a spacefaring guy, I don't think. You, you shouldn't be talking in those terms. Yeah, didn't they put you guys on the uh, SS Botany Bay and shoot you onto space because they thought that was the only way to get you to stop annoying them? Like, you were on Earth and then they kicked you off on Earth. Now you know yeah. about the nebulae, like... So far away, how how did you? Do that? Yeah, every time he says that, I'm like wondering, like, it, it does it maybe mean something else to him? Is he quoting from a book? Maybe. Well, I mean, he, or he, he yeah. read all the technical manuals and memorized all of the uh, astro charts, every yeah. single well, one. Think, think about I, it though. I that's on the table. If you're stuck on a planet <laughs> and like you can't, you got nothing to do. What are you going to do? You're going to read, right? They had, they had, sure, they had, but you can only read if the, you already the have the books. They had the Botany Bay, and well, I guess no, the Botany Bay wasn't new enough to have the computer stuff. Never mind. No, that doesn't work. Yep. <laughs> but no, they had a bunch of books yeah, on there. 1996. It still cracks me up that in the 60s, or you know what I mean? Like they thought that 1996, yeah, 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 yeah. we were going to have like a spacefaring vessel. The eugenics war. Yeah, and it, and it, yeah, and like it was 30 years later, World yeah. War Three, and all this stuff. I'm like. God. <laughs> They were like, they were like, this, this moon stuff is really exciting. Let's just assume that we're going to keep going this way. Uh, bad news for you, people of the past. Uh, I'm afraid that's not quite yeah, how no. it worked. Uh, we fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> See, do you know the Reliant is upside down? What's that? Really? Uh, the original uh, drawing of the Reliant is like uh, what you see from like the NX ship. Uh-huh. It, like, uh-huh. It's supposed to be, the nacelles are supposed to be on uh-huh. top, but the guy who... Uh, there's two different stories I'm now hearing. Um, one guy said that, that uh, the recent video says that 
they're given the picture, but the guy looked at it upside down and improved it upside down and said, mm. make that. Mm. Or someone says that their profiles are too similar. So you can't at a glance tell which ship is ship, which ship is which. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, originally the uh, the Reliant is supposed to have themselves on the top, but because of too similar or someone did something wrong, it's upside down. And that's why we get the Miranda class looking like it does. I like the way it looks, so I think it works. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I uh, like how much i dislike it <laughs> well that's something uh yeah as a kid i'm just like Ugh! like no the nacelles aren't skis that go under the ship <laughs> they're boosters that go back and above why does it look like oh well you know i guess it's the future and things don't have to look like how i want them to look so mm-hmm. yeah keith <laughs> kind of like puddle jumpers stop overthinking just continue. What do you mean? Puddle jumpers are perfect. There's nothing wrong with them. How dare you? Uh, they're, 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 they're dorky cylinders with boosters on the side. and It's a stupid name, too. John. Mm-hmm. John. But <laughs> I like forcing myself to have to like the designs that you, you're stuck with. Of the puddle jumpers? Well, yeah. um, the the time I like the design of the puddle jumper the most is at some point they dock it to like an ancient ship and it just like... <laughs> connects and fits perfectly with the thing and i'm like oh okay that makes sense <laughs> cool. but since like we almost never see the jumpers in that perspective it's kind of like what why yeah they're very much they're not aerodynamic in any way <laughs> the camera to see the 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 crew the camera to see the the cast in the ship yeah i mean yeah which i'm uh, yeah but like it's it's not awesomely shaped like what a 305 or a starfighter or, or the million falcon or you know, something that has a little more pizzazz to a design. And same with the Miranda class. It's a little, it's like poor man's Enterprise upside down, which now I like. <laughs> but as a child, Keith was like, that's oh, shenanigans. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it got blown up. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Puddle Jumpers, uh, by the way, are from Stargate Atlantis. If you haven't seen that, watch it. Mm-hmm. I was like, Stargate I missed that on Rather Star Trek. I see Puddle Jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> um that fight uh the duke out between the shoe ships i loved it mm-hmm. um i i miss it when starships flowed like navy ships you mm-hmm. know slow and lumbering and like you know to dodge you, you it, it it takes a time and like you have to but you can still get broadsided oh yeah. no wonder you uh, like star trek online yeah, oh, right. yes. <laughs> I, I, I adore that they put so much time and work into simulating that. And I'm like, yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> that, that's funny. You're like, yes, I appreciate that. And I'm like, oh, I makes playing too hard. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I know, frustrated the it's hell out of me when I first started playing Star Trek Online. I'm like, the ships move so slow. Yeah, and Except then you add phasers on the side and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or if you get yourself a Defiant, then it kind of flips and flies around. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to use this <laughs> one anymore. <laughs> flies like a starfighter. And that's not how capital ships should fly. Uh, Star Trek Nemesis. <laughs> starfighter <laughs> bullshit. Capital fighters flying like starships. That's stupid. <laughs> it's a child does that. <laughs> anyway. Am I am I wrong? I mean, do you guys notice or care? Like when you see like the Enterprise doing barrel rolls, and like it's like stop it! It's not. I, I do laugh how, at it. I wouldn't say it yeah. goes quite that far, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. As far as see, 
It's like looking at where the thrusters are lit, and you're like, wait a second. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. You're just making it do whatever. <laughs> there's a lot of, like... A lot of the space physics in uh, in sci-fi bother me anyway, but, like... Actually, they weren't that bad in Rathacon. They're a lot worse in uh, Into Darkness. Yeah. Which space physics? Uh, which space physics did they get wrong? Um, into darkness. Yeah. There's uh, a bit where they come out around Jupiter, um, and then they get shot at, and then they start falling into falling into Earth's atmosphere. Oh wow! <laughs> Can someone explain to me how that happened? Because I don't know. Or <laughs> also, they'll, really they'll, they'll they'll do this yeah. thing where where like ships will stop in space, and I'm like, that's not. <laughs> oh 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 yeah i remember okay so a ship gets shot and it starts like spiraling out and then it just like slows down and stop it stops and i'm like hold on there's no friction in space you guys <laughs> <laughs> i only allow friction in space in star wars <laughs> star wars you're allowed to do it as much as you want star trek yeah but star do wars doesn't even pretend to like believe in <laughs> specific science i mean like it's it's got magic yeah. it's it's yeah, fine perfect. like yeah, whatever they, they, yeah perfect you know right. that guy you can use the force to stop something in the middle of space. It's not friction, it's just the force! Um, um, but Star Trek pretends to be about, uh, like, the real rules of physics and stuff, so, like, at the very least, there's no friction in space. Whatever. See, you know when Scotty brings that uh, guy who's dying up to the bridge? Mm-hmm. Do you know why he's so sad? It's his nephew or something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a scene that got cut out that that's his nephew, and... Yeah, otherwise, uh, I like it without, because it just means that Scotty really Scotty cares, cares about, about everybody. Yeah. yeah. I'm, well, and I mean, yeah, I like the that. scene where he's like on his deathbed, and he's like, Captain, you know, he's like, permission to depart, or something like that, and he's like, permission, or I forget exactly the thing, but he like grabs the captain, and it's like, Captain, is basically, is it okay if I, if I die now? And the captain's like, yes, it is okay. <laughs> and, you know, permission. But it, it's just... You'd only said no. It's, yeah, it's so dramatic. Like, but on. the thing is, like, I don't know. It just... It, it was just kind of a weird scene. But mm-hmm. it's still, like, I get it. it. It had an impact, you know? It was just prepping you for the end of the movie with Spock. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> the earbugs are the worst, <laughs> most horrifying oh, thing ever no, made the in Yerks. cinema history. It just freaked me out as there, a kid. Yeah. There, there, are, there are so many, like slugs that take over people's brains in in fiction yeah, like yeah. what Just so well it was even in star trek yeah. 2009 that he had to swallow it it didn't go in his ear but you know captain pike had oh yeah that, the one. yeah right. it's like it's everywhere huh. <laughs> and it's also in a movie called uh no brain fart ah it's my favorites a uh, teen horror movie where these things slither across the floor and they go into your mouth and they lay eggs in your brain. Ah! Sounds terrible. Oh, God. It's let's not, so let's good. not go down that road. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. But you definitely should see that movie and it's called... I'll find out later. From the director of Monster Squad. Monster Squad. I love Monster Squad. Anyway. Sure. Um, and then there's the Yurks from Animorphs and then there's the... the uh, the Gwaulds and Stargate, and then oh yeah, I I think about those things. Oh, Night of the Creeps, mm. is, Night of the uh, Creeps, yeah, is the the slug movie. Just terrifying is, parasites, you know. Yeah, I I think about those bugs 
so regularly throughout my life because <laughs> it, it just every time I see like an earwig or something or oh, fuck if, earwigs. I, if I put like a, a Q-tip in my ear like I'll get a tiny flash of like Jesus Christ those things look painful yeah I've never even seen like earwigs actually be near ears but just people saying that they were going to crawl into your ears oh, when you were a kid yeah. was enough mm-hmm. just horrifying <laughs> uh, my confusion on the earbug mechanics is the one guy kills himself and then, I guess, like, if you just scream hard enough and endure the pain, it can just fall out of your ear? Is that uh, how that can work? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure why I don't know what checkups came out, I know. That's, yeah, that was a, that was a question I had as well. <clears throat> yeah, as a kid, I'm like, oh my god, the repercussions of him, oh, ah, you just shake <laughs> up? Alright, I guess, <laughs> well, uh, I'm. Because yeah. the guy, other guys should have held out a little while. <laughs> the whole thing is, if they're going to kill off Spock, they can't kill off Chekhov, too, because then everyone would be in an uproar. Yeah. Everyone's nah. dead. What's going on here? <laughs> People were in an uproar anyway, and so was I. Because, like I said, they more Kid Keith. Why are you killing somebody every movie? Like, do you have to do that? Why, like, you did this on purpose. Well, at least this time they didn't kill somebody and then, like, replace them with the robot version of them and be like, ah, it's basically the same as them being alive. Whatever, who cares? The Wrath of Khan, written by George R.R. R. Martin. <laughs> Shit. Um, oh, and the reason why Spock didn't stay dead is that uh, he had so much fun doing Rathacon. He was like, "Whoa, wait a sec!" Because like, I'll, I'll come back. I'll come back. Yeah, he he got to the scene where he's like, "Oh wow, this is it for Spock." Hmm. Wait a second, guys. How about we do this? Mm-hmm. And yeah, they gave the opening. He they did like a reshoot where he says, "Remember, mm-hmm. yeah." And yeah, he yeah because he had so much fun. He's like, "Don't kill Spock. I do want yeah. to come back." I want to keep talking about that arc, but it goes into a different yeah, movie. Yeah, I know. Mm. I know. Me too. So we'll save that for next podcast. <laughs> oh, the Savic thing. Weird. Okay. Let's see. So, um, mm-hmm. Do you guys keep track of the laser tube prop? Huh? No. No. No? Um, do you keep track a- of the laser tube prop? Yes, I, I see the laser tube prop, and it keeps on popping up. Um, First, I noticed it in The Last Starfighter. You'll notice, like, it's, like, uh, on two sides, uh, like, a, and then, like, a, you have a clear pipe between them. Oh, yeah. And, like, these lasers kind of shoot back and forth between mm-hmm. them. And then, like, there's, like, these, like, black knobs you can twist that don't mm-hmm. do anything. Um, They're in this movie, and they're in The Last Starfighter, and they also show up in uh, TNG episodes. Mm-hmm. And you'll just see them throughout movies. So I wasn't sure if anybody saw the, <laughs> the light tube prop. It, it's there. saving somewhere. Nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah reuse props reuse i was just yeah. talking to somebody about like what bottle episodes are for and they're like it, to, to save money for that big space battle you need at the end of this season. yeah <laughs> it is fun to notice those when they're happening you're like mm. wait a second bottle episode <laughs> all right um and star trek okay, does it, bottle episodes real well mm-hmm. was this the first time kirk ever found out he had a son yes i think so yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, indeed so in all the fiction, they're like, and this is here. There's nothing in the TV show or anything? No, nope. not at all. All right, cool. I don't, you know, honestly, so then, I, I could be wrong because I haven't watched all the TOS episodes, but I don't think Carol Marcus is, is brought have. up in the original series either. I think that She's she out. is new to this movie. She mm-hmm. is. Oh, all right. Yes. Uh, I Carl thought she had been a TV series person. Mm-hmm. Um... Kirk throughout the TV show has a lot of exes that he talks about. They're all like smart, accomplished women um, that are, of course, beautiful. 
Um, but Carol Marcus doesn't come up amongst them. Uh, I believe the movie suggests that they were together at the Academy. Or, like, right when he was teaching at the Academy, mm-hmm. rather. Because okay. Kirk is described... Academy Kirk is described as a walking stack of books. Or a stack of books with <laughs> cool. legs, I think. Um, so, um, there's an episode where his his bestie from the Academy talks about how, um, when he was still at the Academy, he was just, like, a massive nerd. And uh, he, he stood and taught um, one of the classes or something like that. He was, like... Yeah, he was teaching one of the classes, and his class was notoriously so hard that um, said dude is like, that's why I set you up with that one girl. And he's like, what? I almost married her. And he's like, yeah, I set you up with her so that you would ease off on the, the grading. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so um, Kirk's like um, very swaggery jerk uh, reputation is really funny mm-hmm. to me because it just like does not match. <laughs> Earlier, it seemed like you guys... We're indicating that Botany Bay is a reference to something? Uh, yep, it is. And what's that? Uh, the Botany Bay is the name of the ship that brought some of the prisoners to Australia. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. That was <laughs> the name. No, 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 I'm wrong. It's the name of the encampment. Botany. Let me look up. Whoa, damn, if that isn't on the nose, drink. Um, <laughs> that's not Okay, uh, Botany Bay is a bay in New South Wales, Australia. I think. Yeah. So it was one of the encampments in Australia that they sent people mm-hmm. to yeah. get rid of yeah. them. Yeah. So England ships people off to Botany Bay, and then um, they name the ship that they get rid of the people on the USS Botany Bay. That's what that represents. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. On the and that's why Botany Bay didn't yeah. ha- really have any. Um, like there were no records of it if, if, in Space Seed. They're like, the Botany Bay doesn't yeah. exist. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like, there's no record of it. Yep. They sent him out into space. They were like, Khan and his people sent him out into space. It erased all records so nobody would ever, like, search for them and mm-hmm. find them. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Which is why Kirk comes across them accidentally. Hmm. Um, interesting thing about that episode, too. Originally, it was planned for uh, him to be specific about having come from 200 years in the mm-hmm. past. And Roddenberry was like, no, we don't want to give them any timeline that compares to now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. One of his good decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, they ended Christy up Alley. Later, Chris, Christy Alley was best girl back in the day. Uh, oh my yes. god! Oh my god! Oh yes. I thought I found her to be strikingly, shockingly beautiful mm-hmm. um, and alien beautiful. Yeah. So when she showed up in Cheers, it's like, oh my god, I get to see her every week. <laughs> um. So yeah, I loved her as uh, Savic and. Yeah. I didn't notice she got replaced in the mm-hmm. next movie. Uh, and yeah. I mean, <clears throat> how oh. forward thinking is it that uh, I think she went by Mister Savick, right? That's what, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Which, because that's what they call everybody in Star Trek, male or female. I'm pretty sure, or was it Sir? Sir, yeah. no, Sir, but no, Mister Savick. Yeah, well, it just I think it the way I I perceive that as you know the whole um we're beyond you know um yeah gender yeah and basically forward thinking like we're beyond gender if that's how you identify that's how you identify and i always i always like that i always uh you know thought that was kind of cool yep i like my star trek post-racism and post-feminism where they go nope nope 
That's basics. Everybody does it. We don't need to talk mm-hmm. about it anymore. We fixed that one, guys. <laughs> now we can just talk about neutron stars and, and planets that explode like, with no explanation. Death Star. <laughs> They're dangerous. Got to watch out for <laughs> Death Star planets. <laughs> you made this podcast, and you're, you're referencing the wrong thing. Just kidding. <laughs> we just switched genres. We're not genres, but you know, we're going to Star Wars now. Keith, take us off. Um, let's see. I love in Star Wars when Captain Kirk tricks Khan into dropping his fucking uh. shields. Dumbass. Did you like yeah. that? Like, I, I love like how it played out because um, yeah. usually in movies and TV shows. If someone's lying, they make it too obvious, and I, I mm-hmm. hate that. And yes. Here, they played it out so oh, yeah. well. Like, getting his glasses out. Oh, one more moment. I'm like, oh, oh, my Spock, God, here yeah. goes. And I love the interaction like, with Spock and everything. It was Spock, great. Spock, keep, keep nodding like I'm giving you orders. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, Captain. <laughs> okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, my yes, God. Captain. I've said that to my friends in bars when we're, like, talking about girls that aren't supposed to know that we're talking about them. <laughs> Pretend I'm talking about something else. Got it. My <laughs> so... Yeah, wow. guess that's where I got hmm. that from. Beautiful. <sighs> no, that that movie. I mean, Space Seed, <laughs> obviously, is a great episode. It's one of my favorites of, of yeah. the original series, uh, for a lot of reasons. And the movie itself is is really good. You know, yes, it's slow, and yes, it has its its issues, but the story, the writing, um, the acting. I mean, everything is just really, really good. <laughs> like I love Rathacon so much. I'm so glad. <laughs> it, it was uh, like, um, Michael, you said this was your favorite. Yeah, and I don't know if I can be friends with Jay anymore because he said it was slow and it, you know there were some <laughs> issues. He's talking about the TV show. No, I'm talking about uh, both. I mean, come on, like, look at, <gasps> think about it. Look at current movies. This you is, think this about is, no. yeah. This is a commentary about current films <clears throat> versus films of the '80s and yeah. or or, yeah. or TV mm-hmm. of the '60s. Like, things were slower. They didn't have the the technology or basically everything is made now to like pull you in every like 30 seconds or every minute. Like there's something going on, whether it's, um, you know, um, the writing or visuals or, you know, just the pace. I mean, everything's so much faster mm-hmm. now, it seems like, you know? So when I'm watching, yeah. I was watching well, I, it last night and I, uh, yeah, I watched last night. I was like, I got to watch it again before the podcast. <laughs> so I was up to like two watching <laughs> space seed and Rathacon. Cause I was like, I want to freshen my yeah, mind. I watched it this morning. Yeah. So, <laughs> Um, but it's just one of those things where it, the pace is slower than what I'm used to because I'm used to newer <coughs> movies, you know? So that, that's all. Right. It's, it's not a slight at the movie itself. The movie's amazing. No, I know. Yeah. It's just the, no, I, it's like, well, I, I think this comes from, uh, I think this comes from, I push up my glasses. <laughs> I think this comes from, uh, earlier days of, uh, when they made things, they're, they're thinking more of like stage yeah. plays and that's like where mm-hmm. it was born from. So you get longer shots of people acting out like they yeah. would on a stage play, but as yeah. time goes on, you think more and more about the technology of editing, yeah. and then movies become playing to editing well, versus like just turning on the camera. Uh, and, and I'm going to push up uh, my glasses and be the production nerd that I am. And uh, you know, you oh, got to realize too that they were all made on actual film. So when you're cutting and splicing, mm. you're literally cutting and splicing together two different film like reels. Um, and you know, they, it wasn't as easy as clicking and dragging and moving and, and five seconds later you've edited a movie, you know, it's, they, they had, it took so long, so long to edit actual film. 
you know, and, and to get the, yeah. the fades and the cuts and everything exact. I mean, that's, it was an exact science and it, you know, there were longer shots because they didn't want to have to cut so often because it, it was time consuming, you know, from a technology right. standpoint. Yeah. I, I guess, mean, I guess I didn't notice. Go back, Sorry, go ahead. No, you go. I guess I didn't notice the slowness because I, I mean, I've seen it a bunch of times, so I love every little bit of it, but I love like the little quips where, like Kirk is like, you know, you you keep on quoting regulations, you know, and stuff like that mm-hmm. to Sabic. Yeah. And so, I love all those little <laughs> verbal, you know, back and forth that they have. So. <laughs> and then he says, you keep Absolutely. quoting those. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Beautiful. This is, that's like very much uh, indicative of it being TOS as opposed to like TNG too. Where like, where in TNG, if you had been like, this is the regulation, the card would have been like, you're right, let's consider it seriously. Whereas Kirk <laughs> is like, yeah, whatever, the regulations exist so that I don't make, I know what decision to make, <laughs> fuck it. He's just like, this yeah. is damn peculiar. <laughs> Do you know what I did at the co- on the Kobayashi <laughs> Maru? That's how I live my life. I, I, uh, yeah. That's how I live my life. <laughs> I find, I find ways. <laughs> Yep, and then the movie makes him pay for it. You have to. He never learned the wisdom of the no win mm-hmm. scenario. Yeah. Like what happens mm-hmm. when you you don't win? I don't believe oh, in the no win scenario. God bless that lesson. Yeah. Should, do we want to talk about Spock and his final scene? Uh, or are, yes, are, we, are we not there yet? <clears throat> I think we can skip along as we as we want. Definitely. Yeah, skip along as yeah. you want. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about Spock. For me, it's like that. I mean, I can force myself not to tear up, but it's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Every time it's like I get goosebumps and like start tearing up. It's like, um, especially the, you know, I have been and always will be or shall be your friend. It's like, That's so, it gets you right in the yeah. gut. It's so epic. Like, I know. Oh my God. I know. Every time. I feel, I feel like there's a pocket of time. There's a pocket of time we didn't know there was a sequel and that scene <sighs> would destroy mm, me. Yeah. Like, it was like, they, all the other thing I saw about was just like suck it up, motherfucker! Like this is it. Like, this is everybody's saying goodbye yep. to Spock. He's mm-hmm. not coming back. This is what life happens, and I love how much it destroys mm-hmm. Kirk. Like his son comes and tries to give him the the speech that Kirk would normally give somebody else, mm-hmm. and and Kirk says the greatest thing. He goes, "Those just words." Like, yeah, oh my god, the good yeah. words. Like Kirk in depression Kirk yeah. gives up or yeah. when he gives his little speech you know at the the send off with the yeah. tu- you know torpedo tube and it's like you know mm-hmm. he was the most human I'm like oh my god stop I it know, I'm crying ugly <laughs> tears I'm yeah. ugly crying stop it I know yeah, w- yeah. what's real. crazy too is the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few he says that a couple times in the movie so you know it, yeah. it's it's kind of foreshadowed you know what I mean like yeah. um, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. which yep. you know it, I'd forgotten about him saying it earlier in the film for some reason i only think of that that end scene you know there that end his, his yeah. end, that makes you know? sense to me yep um it's just you know every time i watch it I, f- I find little things or remember little things where i'm just like oh yeah god this is so good <laughs> um it reminds me of this uh hitman comic book uh kind of called hitman and featuring mm-hmm. superman <laughs> and the story is um Superman goes into a bar and is kind of sitting. He's just kind of bummed. And like Hitman is a funny guy, and uh, he sits down. And is like, hey, you know what? Uh, other superheroes with their goofy stuff. I've never been a fan of those. And that's the writer talking to the the character. He goes, Superman, I've always liked your style. And then Superman tells a story where he goes, so there I was, you know, on the on the the space shuttle that's about to explode, and I thought I got everybody out, but then there's this guy who I there's there's no sound in space. He's behind something lead. And I looked at him, and he looked at me, and the guy I saw on his face, you're not going to save me, Superman. 
and like it was just like and Superman gets to feel that moment. Kirk gets to feel that moment, like the Kobayashi mm-hmm. Maru. What do you do to survive that moment where you're not fast mm-hmm. enough? Mm-hmm. You're not gonna make it. And yeah, like that he wasn't just like rah rah and like how he was just like, I don't care about inspiration yeah. right now. This is just perfect to me. I mean, we all kind of, you know, have our our own little like make fun of the the Kirk. Spock, I need your help. You know, like that that whole thing. But in all honesty, yeah. Shatner's brilliant. I mean, just and the movies are so yeah, good. And his acting is amazing. And you know, he's yep. he's the Shat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yep, the it just is. It's it's so funny because we like you know we'll kind of poke fun at, at the old school TOS Kirk. But in all honesty, like Shatner's amazing. Meme Kirk. <laughs> yeah. Meme. Yep. The Shat. <laughs> Sorry, I just like saying he, that. He's certainly <laughs> something. Ha- the Shat is fun to say. I said he's certainly yeah. something. Um, Have you guys ever listened to him doing Rocket Man? Yes. 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 I love Rocket it. Fucking Man. precious. Just, Man. Yeah. dear God. I mean, it... it <laughs> it's so like, bad, it's brilliant. It is, I know. <laughs> yeah, like... Granted, Leonard Nimoy made that, like, Bilbo Baggins yeah. song. Also yes, awesome. It was. Like, also awesome. Um, but, like, they're funny for different reasons. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. the Bilbo Baggins one's hilarious because it's just, like, it's Leonard Nimoy. So you're just like, Spock? <laughs> but Bilbo, Bilbo, Bilbo yep. Baggins. But then uh, the Rocket Man's ridiculous because you're just like, Shannon, are, you're not even singing. Why are you? What? What are you doing? Spoken word. Yeah, that's, baby. yeah. Because I'm a The Bilbo Baggins thing, I, every time I hear it, I'm wondering, what series of events led up to this? To the Rocket Man? Or the Bilbo Baggins? Um, the Bilbo Baggins A bag song. of cash? Like, yeah. Why? Um, I'm Who guessing that song? it was related to the attempt to make The Lord of the Rings with uh, the Beatles playing The Four Hobbits. Oh my god. Yeah, do you remember about that? Yeah, that was the thing that was no. going to happen. Oh my god, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, well, um, it didn't happen, so no problem there. Um... <laughs> Dodge that timeline. <laughs> yeah. Dodge that timeline, exactly. <laughs> but I'm stuck in the one with the last Jedi, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Not no. this timeline! God damn it. Um, and Orville, son of a I'm just kidding. Kidding. <laughs> just kidding. There's a reprieve from sadness. <laughs> um Oh, I guess like one of my last last uh, notes I have is uh just hearing I love uh, in movies. Another thing that I love is there's, there's several things I love in movies. When you when you say something to camera that says the scene is over, and you punch the camera, it ends the scene. I love that. <laughs> um, or when uh, the heroes dive away from the explosion at the last second, and like uh, Kirk goes, "Go Sulu!" I'm like, "Yeah, man!" Oh, I know. And they hit the warp at that. I'm on my couch. Like, yes. chases them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because you don't know. Maybe this time they don't make it. So when they do, you're like, yes, fine. Yeah. yes, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe this time they don't make it. You don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I did call it before Into Darkness came out. I said, oh, what are they going to do? The scene where they uh, swap uh, Kirk mm-hmm. and Spock around, and one has to die, and the other one gets to live. Are you going to do that one? I hated yep. that. I hate yep. that. It, fucking did it. It's funny actually because you you already brought up the the last Jedi. I feel about Star Trek Into Darkness about the same way as I feel about the new trilogy versus the original trilogy. Like they mm. were like, okay, so we're gonna take the thing that worked before original trilogy or Wrath of Khan, and we're just gonna remake mm. it for now. Except we're gonna change a couple things around. Um, yeah, just like shift a couple things around, and then we look at it again. And we're like, mm, okay, so what you did is you copied the plot and then gave us the bits 
that we liked ruined mm-hmm. and then uh, <laughs> so we liked ruined yeah really so just copied the plot and then the bits that we liked you just made worse um yeah i gotta say like i i talk a lot of shit about into darkness i think that uh Which it deserves zachary quino and chris pine did a really great mm-hmm. job like yes. their acting is amazing i really feel emotional watching that last scene but just like comparing wrath of khan and into darkness i'm like okay you guys should do it sorry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not even nope. <laughs> Respect for uh, all the actors, not so much for the writers. Yeah. yeah. That is once again them wielding brand names versus doing the heart of I'm gonna what I'm gonna is. say uh, an unpopular was... opinion here, but I actually didn't think uh Benedict Cumberbatch Cumberbach was very good at con. Mm-hmm. Like he was <laughs> he's not someone I would have cast as a con. He was a name. He was yeah. a name. You know well, what I'm saying? It's hard to talk He was Ricardo, a name, but yeah. Well, yeah. Um so there's there's kind of like two parts of fandom I talk about this sometimes. Um, one is more like uh, stats based, and it's like you know which ship is better, which ship do you think would win versus the Reliant or whatever, um, uh, which mm-hmm. captain is better for what reason, whatever. And then the other half of fandom is like um, exp- exploring like um, fanfic and role play to like kind of explore the world further rather than talking about like what's already existing mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm often in that part of fandom, and that part of fandom has a, a greater percentage of uh, women, typically. Um, but also, just uh, it's it'll be younger depending on what website you're on. And at the time of Into Darkness coming out, I was on Tumblr, hmm. and it was really distressing to see the amount of people who took Khan's side because he was played by Cumberbatch, and they yeah. found Cumberbatch attractive because of yeah. Sherlock. Yeah. <laughs> and I get really disturbed whenever that happens, where people will stop, start like not really differentiating between the actors and the characters. Mm-hmm. That words me out. Okay. Um. Um. The the way I do it with uh, Stargate. Because hmm. I I call the actors the the characters I love the most as. Mm-hmm. No, 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 like I don't that find bomb? that weird. Like I get it. You when you see um like Indiana Jones, you think. I mean, when you see. When you see Harrison Ford, you think of Indiana Jones or Hot Solo. Like, I don't find that weird. What I find weird is when people are like, I find the actor attractive, and therefore anything that any of their characters do is fine. Oh, yeah, that's oh. fucked up. Yeah. That's different. Because they were like, ah, Khan is great! Because they liked Benedict Cumberbatch. And everything he did is excused because, um... He's they, they kidnapped his family, and I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. The, there's a great quote from Brooklyn Nine-Nine for this. <laughs> cool motive! Still murder. (laughs) (laughs) Cool motive. Oh, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yes. That that, that works. It is a wonderful show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's that controversial in opinion, Jay. Um, What's that? (laughs) I don't think it's that controversial in opinion, but I I certainly just blame the the writer and director for the bad decisions more than any of the actors. Because inevitably, you know, they get pulled on. Yeah, I, when the project's yeah, already. Yeah, no, I mean, the thing is, I know he's a, a he's an amazing actor, and I actually do like him. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like him as mm-hmm. Khan. Just not yeah. as that role. Yeah, it just that's fair. It just didn't vibe with me, and that it just is what it is, you know. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a personal thing. <laughs> it's an opinion. <laughs> People are. It's so funny. Yeah. What opinions are subjective? Know. It's so funny, like how. <laughs> I don't know. This is getting deep, so I apologize. But it's like, when did it not be okay to have your own opinion about stuff? This is just in general in the world. Around huh? you, Star Wars. Around 
around new well, Star Wars. And, and it applies. This I, applies I'm not even kidding. This like, isn't just sci-fi. This is life. But have you noticed that yeah, there's right. so much more animosity toward having differing opinions? It just, yes. yeah. like, it blows my mind. Uh, when did that happen? I mean, I thought it, it used to be celebrated I, that people could have... I think it was a gradual have, change. They used to have debates, yeah. like debate teams and debate people to debate different different <clears throat> um, opinions or different... Fa- like, yeah, it's like we yeah. used to realize that um, uh, any two sides will eventually... Both sides will have problems and both sides will be better yeah. at something. But like, it's just, yeah. I mean, like I, that's not always yeah. true. My time through the Power Ranger fandom, um, uh, where we used to argue, there'd be there'd be arguments about like what shows better or Japanese versus American stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I swear, like it was around New Star Wars that changed mm-hmm. like brutally. Because yeah. um, like before then, I feel like this kind of stuff was smaller scale, and it's just us mm-hmm. dorks talking mm-hmm. about it. But once New Star Wars hit, like there are all these news uh, articles that. Made it so that your opinion on the thing also expresses your political mm-hmm. standing, mm-hmm. so that it stopped being about like yeah, like here I am Whether trying like to talk about stats. Not. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the plot, how the plot's written, and then there are people like saying, "How dare you tell me how the plot is written? Are you telling me because I'm a woman?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> what the hell? What's happening here?" And uh, yeah, like I'm, I thought like. I thought we hit in a golden age where everybody was going to be talking about starship stats and shit. And it's like, so you see, it doesn't make sense because the Star Destroyer is way faster than people like don't care. And I see blank looks and people change the subject. I'm like, what's, what's good. But like, yeah, it was around then where it became uh, entertainment became more, more closely to your political stance yeah. versus a conversation yeah. of why you have that political yeah. stance. And then that brought in like people just smashing, like how dare you? Cause like, I remember on Facebook, people were just like, they thought it was weird. They're like, who are you Keith to critique this? You're not a filmmaker. I'm like, wait, you have to be a filmmaker to critique thing. films though. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's yeah. never been a thing. But I, from what I observed, I was like, and like, I was watching like this. I was like observing, like, wait, yeah. what's changing here? And what I think, what I saw change massively around that time is that the entertainment uh, industry of writers became uh, linked, probably through advertising, to the movies themselves. Versus while we were coming up through the internet, it was just dorks talking shit as much as they wanted to about the industry and, well, and, and, and loving each other's opinions like like I, I would love having those conversations yeah. you know we're yeah, still well, having we are encouraging. we are but i mean you know and there don't get yeah. me wrong this isn't a generalization where everyone you know not everyone does this but yeah yeah, yeah i know yeah. i'm just no, giving you a hard time but um but i you know you know it's it's a toxic world out there these days you know so i mean that's why and it's so funny and i brought that up because i'm like oh you know uh, here's my unpopular opinion i didn't really like benedict cumberbatch and I know people like love him and like, oh, how dare you? Oh, he is the blah blah blah. Like, how dare you? It's like, no, like I'm allowed to think that. So I actually had to kind of, mm-hmm. I I always pause when I say stuff like that, which is stupid because I didn't used to do that. <laughs> I just I get frustrated mm-hmm. by it because I'm like, why am I overthinking this? It's my opinion. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been uh, on the, so I haven't said it out loud, but that's been kind of like my crusade. I've been on a crusade mm-hmm. against that. Uh, that's why I talk about Star mm-hmm. Wars too much or uh, the racial whatever. Because uh, like there's like this point where I hit. I was like, I'm afraid to talk about Star Wars. I'm afraid to give a bad opinion right yeah. now because of what will happen. 
That's not, not how it's supposed all. to be. Yeah. Therefore, I was like, this is my opinion again. Yeah. Try something. This is my opinion again. And like what I've been trying to do on my Facebook is um, wake people up to know you're supposed yeah. to talk about fiction. That's mm-hmm. the fun Absolutely. of it. And it's never an attack. It doesn't have to be. Nope. You can just have fun with it. And that's why I do it too much because yeah. I'm trying to wake people I mean, up to yeah. this isn't how you do fiction. Yeah, you're right. As as a writer, um, when I write a story, there's two there's two purposes to do that. Uh, purpose one is, uh, you know, to kind of work through uh, a possible emotional situation. Um, mm-hmm. Like, because if I find catharsis through my writing, then hopefully the person reading it will also find catharsis. That's why I'm always like, my goal is to make you cry. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. um, but secondarily, it's to ask questions, not to give answers. So if if the the fiction is asking a bunch of questions about the world around you and then you're refusing to engage with anybody else about those questions then like because you think that your answer is the only right answer then like the fiction can't do the thing that it wants to do which is you know engage yeah. you yep. in a conversation about the world around yeah. you which is why I suspect like ever since like I saw um in Last Jedi that shot of Luke Skywalker just looking like shit uh, standing over Kylo Ren, I was like, he's doing this on purpose. Like this shot, the way the way he framed it and everything, it is to hurt my feelings. <laughs> and um, I and like people like you know we're still in that mindset of like no, you should only praise or be quiet. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> oh no 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 he no no, wants, only praise or be quiet does wants, not nope. work, not in yep, real life. He wants us not to in be fiction. doing this. So yeah. I speak up, and that's the fun of fiction, speaking up about it and saying what you feel and think. And, like, also, um, my opinion can always be changed. Like, good. I'm still waiting for The Last Jedi to reveal itself as something mm-hmm. as a good thing. Or am I seeing that my favorite hero director can be flawed? Which I'm still... Yes. I'm, I'm still... Well, we don't know this <laughs> Both yet. Both of these things yet. can be the case simultaneously mm-hmm. as well. True, true. But, like, yeah, I'm waiting for my next time of watching The Last Jedi to find out. So, Ryan Johnson, did you <laughs> fuck up? Or did you do this on purpose because you're a genius? Like, I've always suspected. And there's other layers yeah. that I'm not seeing. But, like, yeah, it, from what I'm seeing, it, it definitely was likely very much both. Because uh-huh. I saw videos of him, and he did not look happy or well. And, like, he said out loud, like, defeatist things. I was like, <laughs> no, Ryan, you did brick. <laughs> You're not that guy. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Actually, I have a bunch of things. Okay. Shocking. Shocking. Yeah. For real. Um. Let me talk about Last Jedi specifically mm-hmm. for a sec. Uh, and Rian Johnson. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. What? What? I. I can understand why you're so upset about it because I feel like all the decisions that were made for the new thing were meta. The meta decisions. Yes. Like, Ryan, uh, Ryan Johnson wasn't trying to serve the story of the original trilogy. He was trying to just go against what J.J. was doing in the previous movie. It was just like, yeah. it's stupid of you to repeat this, so I'm going to do the opposite just to, um, yeah. like, get you away from that without actually serving the story itself. Um, some of the stuff he did I liked, doing... some of the stuff he did I didn't like. But, yeah, it does feel like it was a decision made not about the story, but about the greater world that he is currently in. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I certainly understand an independent filmmaker getting really frustrated when they make a project for a company like Disney, and all of a sudden, like all of their ideas have to go through like this ringer of 
people's opinions and it has to fit certain molds and stuff like that. So I feel like it was probably a rebellion more than mm-hmm. anything. But it is unfortunate oh, that yeah. it, you know, dragged Star Wars down with you. Um I thought yeah, I saw that too. I was like you're you could not have missed this, Ryan. And like um so like it it, it, it took a while for it to dawn upon me that like not everyone can write um mm-hmm. fantasy. Like I thought like Ryan Johnson he like to me he's one of the best writers I've ever seen. Therefore, if he wants to, he should be able to shift that talent to being the equal to Tolkien and write oh, fantasy nice. space opera. And let's do this. And I saw nothing of fantasy space opera. I saw, I saw. Well, we could talk about it when we review the movie. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I just don't think um, it, it proves much about uh, what Ryan like could do in that uh, setting because it was just so controlled by uh, Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right down to his fights. The fight scenes weren't his philosophy. He has a philosophy about how you're supposed to do fight scenes. I have that too. So Which me and him is. are like brothers, and he they, they didn't do his philosophy at all in any of the fight. You have to tell us what the philosophy is, Keith. <laughs> um, the philosophy is like uh, a fight is like if you like. Uh, do you guys were have you guys ever been into martial art movies? Is that like a geek thing, guys? Not down? really. No martial arts movies. No. Uh, I'm aside from like Karate Kid and stuff. Uh, I mean, oh. like, I've watched the Mushu movies, obviously, but... Um, so, like, one of the big things is that, like, if you're doing a good fight scene, it's a discussion um, between two characters. So, when you mm-hmm. watch a Kung Fu movie, like, yeah. the, the fun of seeing the fight play out is, like, you're seeing the philosophy the two people go back and forth. Oh, yeah, Crouching so Tiger that... and Dragon is an excellent example of that. Yeah, yeah, you, you get to see more about the person and why they're fighting and, like, the situation around them. bringing it back but to like, Khan, um, it's like the, that, oh, that yeah. discussion you have at the table where they're, like, outsmarting each other, except mm-hmm. during a fight. Yep, and even during their actual fight, you saw who they were as people and, and their fighting styles. Yes. And then The Last Jedi, it was action spam. Like, all they did was just steamroll the guards. And it's like... Mm-hmm. I didn't hear anything about who they are as people. Mm-hmm. Why is Kylo Ren even weaker? You guys, are, are you guys doing this or not? And yeah, yeah. The only fight but that really go. was specific about like people's behavior, I guess, was the one where it was Ray and Kylo against the red dudes, and that's only in that like, oh look, we have teamwork now. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, like I saw nothing of her except for that she's so awesome. <laughs> and then like the the fight with Finn and. Phasma's yeah. trash, like oh no, that, that <laughs> well they dropped the ball. Like, they why? dropped the but ball yeah. on Finn. But they go to the Wrath of Khan. Finn a lot. <laughs> their their, their mm-hmm. starship battle was just played out. Like it, it, on the Enterprise, you got a group of seasoned veterans and friends working together. Like you got uh, Scotty in the engine room pushing more than like Khan could get his people to do. Uh, you got Spock and Kirk talking about strategy in ways that, like, Khan isn't talking to anybody. He says, full power! Damn you! Yes! Get Kirk. That was a good Kirk. Kirk. Another ex- yeah. excellent yeah. example of the difference between them, because uh, Khan thinks he's the smartest, most amazing person in the whole world, so he mm-hmm. only makes his own decisions, and he's incapable of mm-hmm. seeing his own flaws, because nobody there, there's nobody he respects enough to take their opinions seriously when they mm-hmm. point them out. Meanwhile, Kirk surrounds himself with people whose opinions he takes mm-hmm. seriously. Yeah. Uh, yes. And that's why they win. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, when you see, like, it add up of all these things that lead to the win, that's a victory. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when um, Luke Skywalker is on the trench run and, like, 
uh, Darth Vader's like, I have you now. What? And like, Han Solo, my favorite thing in any movie ever, shoots out of the sun for the save. It's because Luke was a bro who made a bro. He made friends. And that's like, saved the day. Yes. Versus the new movies where Poe in Force Awakens, he just flew in there and blew it up. Mm-hmm. Flew in there and blew it yep. up. Like, I see where you're coming from. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, um, fight philosophy is important. Yeah. And does Romulan Ale have THC in it? Because I, I liked how <laughs> Bone says it's medicinal. <laughs> well, everyone it's knows. Medis- <laughs> no, that was his. That was everyone a joke. knows Romulan Ale is illegal. That's, so yeah. if it's illegal, mm. it has to be medicinal <laughs> to be able to use medicinal. it. So. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah, no. I, I love how but McCoy. I, I, I love how McCoy uh, is like. He's a brilliant doctor. There's a couple of episodes, you know, where he just like comes up with solutions that, like, you know, the magic doctor yeah. thing that happens mm-hmm. in uh, Star Trek. Uh, and then meanwhile, he's just like super encouraging of people drinking way too much. <laughs> he's he's very much a <laughs> he, Yeah, he'll let that one go. He's I'll awesome. Let that one go. Let it go. It's it's one of his wonderful qualities. Yeah. What do you mean? I love it. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. Um, he's very supportive. The last note I have in a kind of insulting, is... jerky way. <laughs> the last, the last note I've yeah. written down is that um, those those radiation suits in uh, engineering, I always associate with being horribly burned. Mm. Like whether the person's burned or not, like that suit <laughs> means you're gonna get horribly burned. Is yeah. I mean, yeah. What always comes to my mind. Oh, wow. Uh, Jerry Michael, did you have anything specific you wanted to talk about? <laughs> to to wrap it up? <laughs> I or, mean, because Keith was reading through his notes, did you have any notes you wanted to talk about? Um, I f- I'm upset that we didn't talk about Khan's uh, Wicked Hair game, both in the movie mm. and in Space <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Excellent, Hell let's yeah. talk about Khan's hair dope. game. <laughs> um, Montalban just has like the... F- he looks like he has a fan on him sometimes. Like, right? So he's got that blowed, blowing hair, wind in the hair, hair, wind in the hair look. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I talked about all my highlights for Khan and everything. Um, you know, I just think, yeah, Khan is like one of the best, you know, on screen villains, not just in Star Trek, but in all, you know, Period. all yeah. games, I think. Not the best, but mm-hmm. one of them, yeah. Um, yeah, I could watch it. I could go watch it again right now. Um, I just might. Yeah. I all just right, might. let's go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but we have to watch Sister Spock next so that we can see uh, Chris yeah, Foley. Yeah, that's Klingon. Yeah. <laughs> so that I can re- with, uh, experience once again little kid Keith getting pissed off that why do you keep <laughs> killing people when they kill his son? Um, spoiler alert. Like, spoiler alert. Introduce him like one uh, spoiler movie alert. ago. <laughs> oh my god. You introduce him one movie ago and you kill his only that's son? Why did you do yeah, that yeah. movie? Yeah, that's right. Um, so, thanks for reminding me of this, because I thought a couple of times about talking about it, but I forgot. Uh, speaking of spoiler Jane, alerts, um, you said earlier how, like, uh, Ron Berry had kind of released that Spock dies, and they were like, oh, no, he totally doesn't. <laughs> yep. Um, my dad, when he was young and the movie was coming out, was at a premiere. Uh, he was in line for one of the premieres in Montreal. And uh, it was one of these, like, uh, there was a shock jock, um, you know, like, entertaining the line before the movie started. And he actually gave away the ending. He gave that away. He said it. Ouch. Like, who could have thought that Spock would die before the movie started on stage in front of everyone? That is terrible. (laughs) My dad's still (laughs) mad about it. I would be, too. And I mean, yeah, yeah, fair enough. 
Jeez. Fair enough. Yeah. Just wrecked it. Um, I would have got that death, punched. <laughs> right. That he... I, I was really upset, um, but did find, like... I think they reshot the ending because, like, everybody was, like, really depressed about that ending. And they reshot, like, making it a little more uplifting um, with, like, the music and, like, the, 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 the rising sun. And also, like, they... They uh, reshot and made sure you saw like that casket was there to hint that maybe he'll come back. Yeah, interesting. But yeah, the, the way it played out, like I love like how it destroyed me. The music was just just yeah. orchestral <laughs> and uplifting, and then like a shooting star he shot out of the Enterprise and makes the sunrise around. Didn't, the... Yeah, I didn't, love that. I mean, Spock, Spock reading the you know space, you know, the final oh, frontier yeah, at the dude. end. Oh man. I know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, even at the end of the movie, I think Kirk even says something about how uh like see you soon, Spock, or, or see something about Spock not being fully gone. Mm-hmm. He like mentioned something because it was a planet of you know, um of life out of death. Or something. So like yeah. he hinted I forget the exact phrase, but he hinted something. Well, he had already gotten the script for uh, Star yeah. Trek Three, so he yeah, exactly. Kind of... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know what you're saying. I can't remember what yeah. he says either. Exactly. Um, a long-running thing with me in Star Trek is points lost if the episode or movie ends and I don't see the uh, Enterprise <laughs> going to war. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, points lost on this one where uh, the the camera just goes Rip. into the stars. I'm like, oh, okay, guys are good. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. I would have liked. The Enterprise going to warp at that end. I kind of like them sitting I, there. I agree as a f- on a film level, but on my points level. Okay, um, okay, yeah, that's fair enough. Your point yeah, system, I mean, your how, point how system. Dare, how dare anyone write yeah, something that a, isn't geared one hundred percent? You're not allowed to have an you, opinion. Toward you, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> no opinions here. Make me clap at the end when it goes into warp. That's what you do at the end of every episode. No, he can't go into warp because then he'll be leaving Spock behind. Well, and, and that's the climax Spock's, for me. And that's, Spock's that's voiceover what you're supposed wouldn't to work do. the same if they were going in warp. I'm just saying. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like at the end of Undiscovered Country, like I kind of like grit my teeth just a little bit because like, you could have done it. But they made it fly into like some kind of symbolic sun instead, yeah. and it's like just go to warp, man. Just go to warp. Go yeah, adventure, just... adventure. Some of the flashing lights in that fun. Fun fact: I just got to throw this out there because it's adorable and cute. Uh, speaking of warp, um, mm. so my son talks about um, spaceships like Enterprise and and the Phoenix and you know mm-hmm. all these yeah. all these ships as if they're real. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, yeah. I'm going to make, cool. I'm going to make the first warp ship. I'm going to make it. I know you say they're, they're nice. fiction and then it, no, I'm going to make it. That's what I'm going to do when I grow up. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go to warp when I grow up. <laughs> that is so I'm, adorable. I'm, I'm sorry, Jay. So what you're telling us is that your son he is that from Cochrane? Yeah. He does. I know. Excellent. No, Perfect. I know. I feel, I feel like I'm doing a pretty awesome good job bro. doing the whole dad thing. Cause I'm like, yes, <laughs> son. Yes. Hell yeah. Shit. <laughs> Yes, yes, BZ yes. from Cochrane. Okay, so get him in math classes. We'll see how he likes physics. And, I know, and right? He is very much a science kid. He loves science. So we haven't done like the, cool. the super strict math stuff yet, but he's very into science, mm. which I'm I'm super down with. Excellent, yeah, good work, Jay. Do well it, done. do it, Jay. He sounds like a oh, bit of fun kid to play with as a kid. <laughs> like, yeah, this is the guy I'm calling up, and we're gonna like play oh, yeah. spaceship on my porch. Oh, You're yeah. welcome to come no, over. We, we have some fun over here. Play spaceship <laughs> on the porch. 
That was the favorite game back in the I day. Mean, Turning the porch into a spaceship. Yeah, I definitely have nothing to say against that. Me and my brother, um, when we were like five or six or whatever, my parents had bought a new fridge. We stole the fridge box so that we could go down the stairs in it and pretend yep. that we were like yeah. shooting off into space. So, yeah, I've been there. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Good call. Yep. Sliding parents, down the but... stairs. <laughs> Your poor parents. Uh, that sounds horrifying. My poor parents. As a kid, that is a yeah. genius idea. Yep. Um, we're a little terrorists, but it's okay. <laughs> well, that's all I got so, um, for... Where where do you rank Wrath of Khan in your Star Trek movies? Uh, for me, it's Keith? number one. Oh, sorry. It, Michael, I know it's number one. You, you told it. Um, excellent. Um, did, you, did I say it was number one? It is number one. It is, yeah. <laughs> um, Keith, I know Undiscovered Country is your favorite. What? Um... They, 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 there's Undiscovered Country, the motion picture, and Rathacon. They are always, always duking it out in the top three. Okay. And yeah, so a three-way tie I for might first. Say, I might say it is number. Oh man, yeah, it could look. It could go from anywhere from two or three. Okay, definitely top three. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> another unpopular opinion, but my favorite Star Trek movie period is uh, Insurrection. I'm a big, I'm a big, yeah, I know, I'm a big sap. I'm a big sap. Wait, are you joking? You, you like the Borg, yeah, we get like, it, we get it. Well, no, 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 what? Insurrection isn't the Borg. Insurrection is when, um, the, uh, the, the people, the, the people try JCPenney's to, um, clothes. destroy the rings around the planet because they have healing properties and the Admiral is working with uh, them. And oh, so, and Picard oh, has this, God. like, beautiful wow. love connection scene with one of the, um, yeah. Baku, I think their, their name was. Um, uh, yeah, where, yeah. Well, it turns out I don't they, actually remember. They, like stop time, you know. It's it's this beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. thing. I'm a big softy. I'm a big like sap. I love love stories. So yeah, I get it. I probably just haven't seen it yeah, since the nineties. That, that just blew yeah. my mind. Jay. Insurrection. Wait, so is it legit? Your it's my favorite is legit Star Trek your movie. Favorite I like Star Trek movie? to this day when I when I watch it. That's it's awesome. Beautiful. It's a beautiful movie. You know, it gets it gets shit on a lot mm-hmm. because it's like not. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll get there but eventually. It's, it's, it's a beautiful movie. I, um, yes, I. Hmm. As no slight against you whatsoever, I I am also yeah. part of the shitting on party. I've, I've had a great yeah, time. No, a lot of people do. It's fine. And, and the, again, we're all allowed to yeah. have our opinions. Um, but I love Insurrection, uh, Wrath of Khan, yeah. and Undiscovered yeah. Country are my next two favorites, and they. Um, okay, it's so it's tough fun. because. I'd say Wrath of Khan is probably my second. But Undiscovered Country, I was a little older when it came out, and it was, you know, they uh, went back in time, and things were kind of like, you know, like in our regular world, you know, and they're in San Francisco, and it... it oh, Voyage, Voyage Home, Voyage I'm sorry, Home. Voyage Home, sorry, I was brain fart. Yeah. Voyage Home is, so Rathacon and Voyage Home are the, oh. the two that, uh, yeah. So... Yeah, so aw. I, um, I, uh... I thought we were going to bond over undico- Undiscovered Country. <laughs> I thought we were yeah, about to so bond over Undiscovered that Country. That wasn't going to happen after yeah. I said Insurrection was my first favorite. <laughs> I'm like, I need to go watch Insurrection again because I'm like, really? It's over Wrath of Khan? But I mean, you know, no no judgment. I need to go watch just, it again. I, guess, I just love it. it. It's something. And, yeah. you know, okay. Something, too, that, that I really love about that movie is um, a lot of it's filmed in Mammoth Lakes, California, which uh, I visited mm-hmm. and I, mm-hmm. I fucking love Mammoth Lakes. It's, it's absolutely phenomenally beautiful up there 
And it's one of those things mm-hmm. where the movie's beautiful. It's got a love story. It's filmed in this amazing, beautiful place that I have kind of a connection to. So, you know, it's it's just got uh, it checks all the boxes as far as like the like the, the feels. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Real, nice. real quick, yeah. real quick, Jay. I'm going to throw out a movie title and, and just say yes or no. If you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ready? Uh, so, somewhere in time. I've seen somewhere I, in time. I, 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 right? I think I know no? it. I think. I was going to say it's kind of like a it's it's more romance, you know, than than this uh, sci-fi, but it's got uh, Christopher Reeve in there and time travel and stuff. It's oh cool. yeah, because we I feel yeah, like we talked about that realism. movie previously. It's it, it's one of these. Uh, if we did, it wasn't on yeah. the the podcast, uh, so I don't know if you guys did or not. But um, it's a it's one of those like time travel romances. Like <clears throat> that's a very specific yeah. genre that I. I'm actually kind of fond of. I'm not usually a fan mm-hmm. of romance movies, but like yeah. somewhere in time is really fun. Yeah. yeah. Did you all? Um, I mean, <laughs> so I know we're. Good, we're I don't know what we think of that. But did you all ever watch Frequency? <laughs> that movie. Um, yeah. The guy goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he I talks to his dad through like a ham radio in the past, and like saves his dad from oh, dying. Cute. Yeah, it's. Oh it's man! Awesome. Like that movie. Yeah, dude. I, but that's just it. Like my heartstrings, I, like my feels. That's that's what connects me to a movie. Yeah. I don't. It's not about uh-huh. visuals, and and I I mean to some extent it's about writing, but more than anything, it's about my emotional and you know like like connection to it. Like <laughs> right, because the writing yeah. will affect your emotional yeah. response. I feel like we couldn't watch movies together, Jay, because we'd be like ugly crying, oh, holding each other. Oh, and I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I always <laughs> ugly crying. My wife like, used to think you it's do hilarious it. because uh, that movie, A Walk to Remember, you remember with Mandy Moore? I watched that like I three times in a row and I was bawling. And my wife was like, you oh my God. are hilarious. I'm like, don't judge me. <laughs> well, so, sometimes I'll watch like the scene from uh, TNG where Data's oh, daughter yeah. dies. And sometimes I'll watch that and start yeah. ugly crying. And my uh, my wife was like, "Why do you watch that?" I'm like, "Because sometimes you just yeah, need to cry." Exactly. You know? it's, yeah. It was a good Absolutely. scene. Absolutely. So no, it's yeah, yeah. Speed so racer. I, yeah, is that I, I have a, a different connection to, to movies and TV than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I loved hearing someone who actually likes yeah. insurrection. Uh, I mean, I'm going to go watch it again. Hear that probably yeah, going to get on the Discord and. and like. Be like, what are you talking about? But hey, Jay, you what know the what? Heck? Unpopular opinion. I'll take it. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah, that movie. Respect. I absolutely it's love that movie. good thing to have. I, I learned very early on that having an opinion that's popular yeah, does not make yeah. it good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah right, exactly. Exactly. It's just... Ugh, God, it's such a good movie. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, Michael's right here. You should you should definitely watch yeah, some more. We'll time. do. That's yeah, right. it is really Did good. Did you have uh, The Time Traveler's Wife? With, do you remember that one? I like yeah. that one. Yeah, there you go. It's a great one. It's a great one. Yeah, that was Speaking really good. I do quite like movies that have time travel. That's like not people traveling, but like the communication yeah. somehow yeah. travels. Yeah, yeah. Time after time. Do you guys know that one? No, that one's good. It has uh, it's H. G. Wells who is going, uh, uh, like Jack the Ripper steals his time machine and goes into the future, and so H. G. Wells <laughs> has to go and hunt him down. Oh. Wow, awesome. it's really okay. Cool. That sounds fun. Yeah. Sounds good. Do you want? Have you guys ever seen Primer? Uh, no. I feel like I have. But like Primer is a uh, time traveling movie that will give you a nosebleed and make you pass <laughs> out. Is that with over. the box? And then Perfect. it it is so brutally complex, but it gets it gets everything Wait, what right. What was that one called again? Okay. Primer. 
primer. Is that one, the one with the um, box that yeah. uh, Although whenever people say a movie gets everything right, I'm like, okay, let me see about that. But, uh... <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, this one is solid and it, you, you get, you know, it's rewards, repeat, repeat, uh, yeah. watches, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> Repeated viewings, yeah. There you go. It, it rewards that and also, um, doing a little more research to confirm that, oh shit, they did line everything up. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. All right. All right. I'm always I'm always fascinated by movies that manage to trick me during mm-hmm. the narration. Anything having to do with yeah, time travel just one. gets me because I, uh, um, in a personal mm-hmm. thing, my uh, since I never really knew my dad because he died when I was like nine months old, I have always had this mm-hmm. dream of being able to somehow like at least see him or hear his voice at some point because I don't even know really yeah. what his voice sounded like, you know. So anytime there's like this mm-hmm. like. That's why Frequency is actually one of my favorite movies, is because it has yeah. to do with him yeah. re- reaching his father in the past, you know? And, oh, man, talk about u- ugly crying. So, I, um, you know, it's, it's yeah. one of those things where it's just a, it's like a core thing that I've just, my entire life has been about, because I never knew him, and I never, you know, so yeah. I'm always going to fight, like, that lovey-dovey stuff, the time travel stuff, like, that stuff just gets me, you know? It, it just... Yeah. yeah, that's just mm-hmm. one of your exactly. personal, like... That's why I, I'm more about the emotion and how I feel when I watch something than the visuals yeah. or the... You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, I feel like that's more common, too, uh, than you might uh, be thinking, because, like... Let's think about one movie that's primarily visuals that everybody really liked when it came out. Uh, Avatar. Oh, yeah. The blue one, mm-hmm. not the last Force Airbender. Awakens. Uh, I did not like it, by uh, the way. James Cameron's mm-hmm. Avatar. Uh, you didn't? That's fine. I, did uh, I wasn't a big fan of it, either. But uh, it was extremely popular with mm-hmm. movies in the movie theater because it was like the new 3D technology yeah. was really good. Everybody was super amazed. But then like once it went to DVD, yeah. like nobody bought it. Because it's not a good movie. Yeah. It's just Dances with Wolves except it's really purple. I like it. Hey, Dances with Wolves is a good movie. Dances with Wolves in space. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's very pretty. And I just didn't feel like it was as... Um, like solid as some other yeah it was, it was it was on the <laughs> screen like, yeah, keith sorry. is holding was himself back on the screen <laughs> uh, <laughs> i mean like in the theater yeah. that was an experience it, it yeah. was an experience um, in theater yeah like, it was nice there's a shot where there's like a thing that's in the foreground and then it has all your attention and everything else is blurry and I remember thinking that was really funny with 3D things. Like, what if the person watching the movie decides to focus on the background? <laughs> um, oh, oops. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to Star Trek. <laughs> um, okay, so it's top three for the two of you. Michael, what's your favorite one? Michael, what's your second favorite? Uh, it goes between Undiscovered Country and Voyage Home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are, I love, I love Undiscovered Country a lot, and uh, but I love Voyage Home too, just because the humor and it's just totally different mm-hmm. from the other movies. So those go back and forth as my number two and three. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a one, two, three. I have a one, two. Uh, Wrath of Khan and uh, Voyage Home are definitely my two faves. Nice. Uh, Wrath of Khan is the one that I watch when I want to see something like a little more like aggressive and combaty, and then uh, Voyage Home is the one that I watch when I want to see like dumb shenanigans. Double dumbass on you. (laughs) Double dumbass on you. God, I love that movie. Exactly. (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) The punk, somebody just like walks up to him, turns his music off, like, stop. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) These are not the hell your whales! 
my memory says I didn't like it, but when I wa- rewatched it recently, like maybe in the last couple of years, loved what, it. Chum? It was so much fun. I still don't like going back to Earth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know you don't. Yeah. But uh, just like the super discomfort of everybody like trying to exist in Earth is really funny. Like uh, one yes. of my favorite, I, I'm not even sure I would call it underrated moments. I'm sure a lot of people really like this moment, even if it's really small. But uh, one of my favorite moments in that movie is when Scotty picks up the fucking mouse and tries to talk to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hello, computer. Hello, computer. <laughs> uh, hello. Uh, just precious. <laughs> um, we'll see Voyage Home soon. It's two movies away. Yeah. Catch us in a month for like the Voyage Home episode, y'all. I like how they're so smart that they can hit, like, four keys on the keyboard and create, like, uh, material that's never been created <laughs> yeah. before. On yeah, Earth. somehow. And they're like, oops, sorry. Delete. Ah! <laughs> oops, sorry, bud! Uh, and they're, like, them trying to sneak onto the sub, and then, obviously, the military's like, wait, hold on. What? 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 <laughs> Whatever. Red Con is a great movie, I guess. That's it is. what we're re- really saying. Yes, it is. Right down to the soundtrack. Yeah, I love the battle music. Good stuff. Yeah. You know, we don't really... TV shows don't really have orchestrational compositions Mm -hmm. in the US anymore. Mm -hmm. And that makes me sad. Like, the the BBC shows still have those. Yeah. Hmm. It's weird too because anime also does it. Like, well, they'll have like these super well written, like classical music style uh, soundtracks, and I'm just like, all right, okay. A lot of American shows don't even have like the intro theme song anymore. Yeah. (sighs) Oh well. Changes change. Some things will be better, and some things will be not as great. Subjectively. Maybe some things will come back. Maybe some things will come back. Um, I well, um. We haven't really talked about it, but I'm sure everybody knows about it by now. Uh, the the Pike yes. show is being made, after all. So exciting. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to make any decisions about it until you know, I already left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I yes, we do. know you too, Jay. Um, <laughs> but I... they, they're planning on doing it episodic, so that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. That'll be cool. Um, yeah, my, my problem will be, as always, stop going yeah. backwards, yep. please. Yep. I don't need... F- to fill in the blanks ever um all i want is to see what happens at <laughs> right. the voyager i do love that actor though so that, that should be well cool. and he was so yeah i i actually yeah. was fully on board i was like please they gotta make a shot at this because he was so good yeah, very charismatic. he was so good and him he's and amazing. rebecca romaine and spock and i mean just that whole arc i gotta laugh that it took us 60 years to actually be able to have <laughs> right <one>. i know <laughs> but it, it's yeah i know okay. it's a uh, uh, they were so good, and I was like, "This guy needs he. We need this show. Like, it's it's gonna be mm-hmm. it's gonna be so good. <laughs> I'm calling it. Yes, I'm calling that's it. That's definitely it's why I'm torn so about it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Okay. Well, you're 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 more yes, easily I am. entertained. I know, uh, which is definitely not <laughs> yeah. a bad thing. Well, I think I'm too. I I'm not sure if it'll be good or not because like they they'll, they still have like a lot of the main people behind it, but. Is it, this is it is a reaction to what everybody's been? Yeah, a lot of people have been asking for. Mm-hmm. Like, can we get like a good, you know, captain? Not a captain that's an asshole and turns out yeah. to be the bad guy at the end. Yeah, can we get this? Can we get that? And they are doing. I'm actually that. still salty like, about them being like, "Hey, this actress that you love is going to be the captain." Oh, just kidding! Two episodes <laughs> and she's dead. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you mean uh, yeah. Michelle? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Michelle Yeoh. Like, I'm glad they brought her uh, back for, like, man the show, but can you give me a show where she's just the captain? Yeah. I think that would be amazing. I'm excited about her Section 31 yeah. show. I don't think she's too I'm happy I'm still about not that. sure. Yeah. That I'm still not sure what that's going to be happens. like. That's one I'm actually not sure of. We'll see what? if it's still happening. Yeah, fair enough. Well, you know what's funny yeah. is <clears throat> every time I cancel my CBS All Access, they're like, what is your reasoning? I was like, because there's no more new Star Trek. <laughs> and they're like, we'll bring you more Star Trek. That's like what it is. Yeah, like, I think they're getting so that a they lot. They have to bring stuff out regularly. Like if they had Star Trek content throughout the year, they would make so much money. So they're smart to do this. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that... Mm-hmm. Yes, you want to make money from it, and you want it to be successful, but at the same time, you still need to do it right. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah it's kind of do it well, it's kind yeah. of the issue that's going on right now with um, all the companies mm-hmm. trying to like make long, long lasting, mm-hmm. repetitive things, so that you mm-hmm. have to keep coming to them. Um, mm-hmm. We could thank Disney for that. They uh, piloted that with Marvel and Star Wars, and uh, in bringing back that conversation, um, that thing that you said quite a while ago, Keith, I really think. Uh, about how, like, now if you have a negative opinion, it's because you're racist or sexist or whatever. Yeah. Um, it definitely has a lot to do with a combination between the news cycle becoming 24 hours mm-hmm. with the internet and then, like, every company oh, yeah. trying to put out articles constantly mm-hmm. to get your attention. Not to mention the YouTubers that just, like, yeah. make shit up. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Looking at you, we got this covered. The mix of the... Yeah, the mix of the 24-hour news um, cycle. That's part it, of it. So it's that combined with the fact that... It, And I think you're right. Corporations are, um, like, releasing, um, if you don't like our work, it's because you're a bad person morally and not because you actually don't like the thing itself Mm -hmm. uh, in an effort to, like, kind of force people to uh, be pro whatever they are. Um, And nerd news websites used to be geeks talking shit as much as they wanted to. And then eventually it evolved mm-hmm. into the industry of professionals that do have to worry about mm-hmm. their paychecks and advertising. And sometimes that advertising does come from the corporations. Yep. That, they're all part of the same yep, network. Sure. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. It is yeah. unfortunate. Um, yep. Yeah. And then my, my personal uh, concerns about the um, Pike show are... Yeah, I'm kind of stuck between mm-hmm. the two of you. So... Um, I, I do think he's a charismatic actor, and uh, the the characters are interesting. But at the same time, I'm frustrated, definitely by the thing that Keith is frustrated about, where like they were like Discovery is ten years before TOS, and I was already like, why? Yeah. But yeah. whatever. So um, Pike showed up in season two of Discovery, so that was nine years mm-hmm. before TOS, and therefore, so this is going to be him piloting literally like right before Kirk takes mm-hmm. over the ship. Um, Kirk is certainly a a lieutenant, if not a lieutenant commander mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling that they're going to bring him in. So just with how close it is to TOS, it, yeah, that stuff stresses me out. Someone's entering the room, so you guys will start hearing. Yeah, no we're going to wrap this <laughs> yeah, we can... um, do we do we're, some we're just about to wrap up. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. Cool. All good. Anybody else have anything else they want to say about Wrath of Khan, Space Seed, how great Ricardo Montalban is? Yes, yes he, is. he is great. And he has a he has a nice chest too. Apparently, it's a real one. Yeah. And nice hair. And a, and a, and a nice, nice person holding a fan on him nice. while he's while he's um, going. Yeah, great. <laughs> I think I think um, 
big bad guy and starship duke outs are great formula but you do not i don't think that should be the core formula of what star trek is and that's what kind of came to be after i think i think starting with generations is that when they just kept on doing like big bad guy and And i think yeah which i think is the sign of the times changing with how people uh you know Mm. Mm. wrote or made movies and, and what? trying to keep people engaged you know the the fast pace mm-hmm. i want to see uh star trek duke it out with interstellar that'd That's be amazing yes star yes, yes yes definitely um because star trek right now is being treated kind of like as one of the the star wars marvel mm-hmm. kind of franchises yeah um whereas i really yeah. feel that it needs to be paid attention in the way that like hard yeah. sci-fi is mm-hmm. I, okay well i would like yeah. that I acknowledge that that's yeah. not really the history yeah. of Star Trek. Um, but, yeah, I want more plots like uh, interstellar mm-hmm. shenanigans where it brings in, like, questions not only moral but philosophical. Um, rather than just, like, this person bad me shoot. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Agreed. GG's. GG's, everyone. Right. Oh, oh, and V'ger <laughs> was supposed to be a god. <laughs> uh, V'ger was supposed to be a god that demands um, worship and was the source of all uh, religion. And it was coming back to her saying, remember me, I'm God and all Yahweh and all those other religion? That was me. Um, I want you guys to worship me again. And Enterprise says, fuck <laughs> you, dude, and, and shoots it instead. Wow. Jeez. That was yeah. the original first one. Wow. Movie. So funny. I actually kind of like that. Yeah. I think that might have been interesting. All right. All yeah, right. Kinda. Well, uh, as always, y'all right. can find us um, at four hosts on Twitter. That'll be Michael, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a Discord that we can link you to. So on the, they can go to our Twitter yeah, page. A friend of mine it. was asking for that link recently. Please, please come hang out with us. We might start doing um, episode watches. Yep. I actually, oh, uh, just let me put this uh, out there. I am planning on starting uh, doing. Um, watch-alongs on my twitch channel i haven't decided the day and time yet but i want to start with the original series and kind of go up and uh so at least once a week i'm planning on doing a watch-along for at least a couple hours once a week um if not longer i'm still trying to work it all out now that the kiddo's done with school i have a little more time during the day Mm -hmm. um but that being said keep an eye out on the discord because I will let everyone know when I'm going to be doing that. And I would love for everyone to come and hang out. Because, I mean, it's Star Trek and awesome. hanging out with fellow Trekkies. And, mm. I mean, that's amazing. So, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. are, are you sure you want me to come hang out, Jay? I have a feeling I'm going to get in a fight with I, some I, You know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't have it any Duke other up. way, Sabrina. I love it. Do cop about TOS. I love TOS. how uh, opinionated and how strong you are. So, yes, please. <laughs> oh, thanks. All right. Always ready to duke oh, it yeah. out about subjective shit. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, please join the Discord. Come find us at popgeeks.com. It's there for host.popgeek.com, I think. For host.popgeeks.com. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Keith. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And remember to always keep looking <laughs> up. Bye, everyone. Thank you. See y'all Bye. later. Bye. <laughs>